This episode of Watch Out for Fireball is brought to you by a couple things. First of all, all of our patrons, our wonderful patrons at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Thank you guys very much. I really do appreciate that. We appreciate you. Second, it's brought to you by all of the wonderful other shows on the network. If you haven't, why not give a listen to Days of Future Cast? Uh, that is me and network uh, frequent guest and host Jeremy Greer tackling the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, started with an episode-by-episode, episode, roughly, uh, podcast about the X-Men animated series and moved on to other Marvel cartoons and movies. Uh, check it out. That's Days of Future Cast. Thank you. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are continuing our discussion of Baldur's Gate 2, Shadows of Om. This is part three, wrapping up chapter two and going, uh, we think, through the Underdark. Although, best laid plans and all that. Yeah, the Underdark's meaty. But the nice <laughs> thing is we'll have time in the, the last episode. And maybe the last episode will be like a day. Ooh. Maybe it'll just take like a day yeah. to get through. Maybe, like a day. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, we're still recording it. Perhaps we will be dead. Perhaps <laughs> you will be dead. Uh, we will um, all soon be dust. Soon we will all be dust. Yeah. Um, it's just the uh, the kind of thing. But we've got our, our rod, rod of resurrection. <clears throat> like, that sounds like a, a thing. Yeah. In a but, way I'm not super comfortable with. Like, I don't like rod. Yeah. More, more of a staff. More of a staff yeah, kind of guy, I think. Staff of inter- why, why does staff of resurrection not sound dirty, but Rod um, of resurrection sounds because it sounds like a guy. Yeah, yeah that's the like, thing. Like, hello, I'm Rod. I'm I'm, I'm Rodney Rodney of resurrection. Yeah, hello, I'm Rod of resurrection. You know, <laughs> yeah. like that's you know that that sound it sounds dirty to me. Yeah, yeah, and also I've been thinking about resurrection sickness a lot lately. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so there's mm-hmm. so, so there's that getting the getting the blood going again. Yeah, just like yeah. like the, is part of the resurrection spell is is part of that to like reliquify the blood. Um, I think it just starts going again. Oh, geez, yeah, like as, as solids. I think you're <laughs> like you're like Union Station, and just like the the blood just pushes through like two chews. Yeah, it'd be like that you know? weird red snake thing that that guy coughed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or like one of the yeah one of those fireworks. <laughs> you know those those weird little just like here's a nub and if you burn it it stinks and gets longer. Oh, this is the snake. Just fireworks are so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> just like this is a snake. <laughs> this is like foul smelling little like diseased tube. <laughs> They're so gross. Um, anywho, um, so we're wrapping up a little bit of chapter two because uh, <clears throat> we ran out of time last time. So we're gonna get right started. Uh, you know, go back to the old episodes to hear how we got here. Uh, and we're going to check out Trade Meet. Um, that is, uh, at some point, um, when you're at the city gates, a, uh, a little kid named Flidian will walk up and say, like, hey, in my hometown, there's all these vicious animals. 
attacking. And uh, we think it's the druids, but come check it out and help if you're heroes. Yes. And we do. If you, if you, if you, if you want to put your money where your mouth is, yeah. you're a big shot. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Rod. If you're going to be able to, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to wear the cloak. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta do the toke, cloak toke or smoke, you know. But, uh, yep, nobody nobody rides for free. Exactly. <laughs> nobody, yeah. yeah, nobody gets XP for free. <laughs> and if you have uh, if you have Minsk in your party, uh, when this quest is handed over to you, he bothers you about it every day. I think it's like it's like his. It's kind of his quest. It's not really though, because as we mentioned, Minsk doesn't have a quest. Right. Right. Um, he he will take up certain kind of things as his pet issue yeah this is if you're a druid this is how you get your stronghold this is the druid path right and it's also um, where you get a druid if jahira is not enough for you yeah if you need if you're just hungry for druids yeah like if your online handle is horny for druids <laughs> at um so so you uh you arrive in trade me and I, I like trade me in general because there's it's it's a big city for fantasy standards mm-hmm like it's not as big as as Am, but it, it's cool that there's another kind of like relatively major city. Yeah, it's like, a, like Chicago and Rock. You know, <laughs> it's it's like a, it's like an affluent little city state almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you arrive and you fight off some of these animals, and the militia is real on edge because they believe that you are a druid spy. So the vilification has uh has has proceeded. Yep. Um. So they they say like, well, listen, you know, if you're here, go and talk to the mayor. You go and talk to the mayor. The mayor says, listen, like, we've captured one of these druids. I don't think that the druid actually did it, though. Um, do you think you can actually investigate, you know, go check out the druid grove and uh, go go check with the, with my boy in the basement prison and uh, and see see what you can find out? Yes. Um, and there's also – there's this whole, like, little kind of subplot here with this um, captain of the merchant guild right? Uh, as well who is who is kind of against it and kind of wants you just to murder everybody. Right. Uh, in general. Um, and I didn't do anything with that. I can't remember how that articulates differently if you do. Yeah. I, um, I, just, I, I just did a good path here. If if that guy held me down, I ignored him because he was very obviously ignoring the actual story that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. So the druid that they have captured uh, is our boy Cerned, uh, who <laughs> is not necessarily a beloved character. When I read about him online, people talk shit about his default stats. Uh, as being real, re- real rough, um, mm-hmm. and then in addition to druids kind of being being looked down upon, I just think Cern's characterization is super weak. Uh, he's like a mm-hmm. uh, he's 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 like a, a um a glass of skim milk with a headdress put on it. He's well, his whole thing is he's like real dry because yeah. he's true neutral or whatever. And apparently, some of the later interactions you can have with him are really funny. Mm. Like he's supposed to like his sense of humor is supposed to come out if you use him. Um, I've never, so his stats, he has 18 wisdom, which he's the only cleric other than Viconia who has, you know, max wisdom, which is great. Mm-hmm. All of his other physical stats, though, are really bad. And to make up for this, um, and this is weirdly not treated as a reveal. I was going to say that I'm going to spoil something, but like when it happens, it just happens and no one comments on it. Um, he's a <laughs> werewolf. Yeah. Uh, so, so like he can, he can turn into a werewolf and his stat, he gets a stat boost. The biggest issue though, is that his claws are like at a set amount of of magic you know plus certain amount to hit right right and it will just get outpaced yeah like there are a couple you can you can turn into like greater werewolves or something like that which will yeah which is a little bit better but still not all the way up right you know so he just he will just his his transformation form will get outpaced and i don't think he can cast while as a werewolf, I have, I've I, never taken him in I, my party, so I might be wrong about that. He was my rotating sixth for this because I wanted to see if there was something to him. 
Um, mm-hmm. And like the, the the idea of having a trans, uh, you know, having him transform is neat. Uh, mm-hmm. However, my front line was already really, really deep. I had Minsk and I had and I had Corgan. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't really need him. He was good for the final encounter in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, necessarily for everything else, he was really duplicative. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we, we, we talked about this a little bit in one of the episodes, but the narrative that there are certain characters in Baldur's Gate 2 that are like untakeable is generally untrue. Right, right. Like you, you could, you could do fine with CERN if you think he's cool. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I just, I've just never taken him. I can't really speak to him. And he, he is a weird spot in this if you don't take him. So, like, you go down to the basement, um, and he says, like, hey, uh, you know, the, this uh, – the the druid said there's something going on. You know, come check it out. Would you like to go with – I'll go with you, or you can just meet me there. Um, I just said I would meet him there. Um, you head there, and you head to this map of, like, kind of grotesque-looking greenery. Yeah, it's like, um, a, like a swamp almost. Yeah, like the, the swamp. Um, you head there, you get warned off. There's a guy named Powden. He said, listen, uh, this, is, this grove is protected. You know, take the, you know, like, and the, by these, these druids of Tithir, uh, and leadership has been usurped by a shadow druid, mm. uh, this woman named Faldorn. So that that was what happened. The druids aren't evil. There's a shadow druid that took over. They're like yes. Greenpeace. <laughs> are they? Yeah, I, I, I think I, the shadow no druids idea. are like, are just like dark nature. Okay. Like eco-terrorists, essentially, is how they're kind of portrayed. Because they're still pro-nature, and they have, like, you know, their, their summons or whatever are, are warped and twisted, but they're not. Um, I don't think they're like toxic shamans from Shadowrun, if I recall. Right, right. Just they, 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 they are extremist in the sense that they don't believe that coexisting with civilization is possible. If I recall. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just thought like, oh, they're just evil, evil druids. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, is is so? Is this character Faldorn? Is this somebody from Baldur's Gate One? No, I don't. think No, so. I, I, that would make a lot of sense, but I don't think so. Yeah. I just I, I was look I was looking at Baldur's Gate one uh, characters and somebody had a name that was similar to this. Oh, yeah. it could be, but just somebody I never took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you end up, you know, fighting your way through 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 this area that I, uh, that ends up being like really important for a couple of side quests. Mm-hmm. Uh, oddly enough, this the, the this Druid Grove. Um, it's neat. You get some trolls. You get some Mykonids. I love fighting the Mykonids because they are always preceded by the uh, by by the spore storm. Or whatever yeah, it is. yeah, which is confuses your guys, so it ends up actually being really tricky. Like, yeah. um, you know, you can send in summons, you can send just send in fireballs and be okay. Mm-hmm. But if you just head out there, they're just going to put out enough spores that eventually you're going to fail a save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but um, if, at the end of this, you get to the, the 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 center of the grove and you confront Faldor, basically saying, "Hey, uh, <laughs> like it is not it is not great for the only I, I don't know." druid watch or head here to be a shadow uh you know to, to be a shadow druid we need to challenge you with the right of ascension so that means we yeah. have we got to fight naked in a pit <laughs> yep exactly like you know so that's how druids um you know they, they do these little naked spell offs mm-hmm. um or shapeshift offs is how they they determine leadership mm-hmm. um i guess that's part of why Cern being a werewolf seems less cool to me is that all druids can just transform into something that's like, the thing that's why it seems unremarkable <laughs> like to hear is a were troll <laughs> you know, like by by all intents and purposes, like the fact they can turn to a werewolf doesn't seem particularly cool to me. Yeah, you know. Um. So so they fight. Even if you don't um have him in your party, he just goes and does this fight. Mm. You know. Um. And the uh, uh so they, you know they there's this one on one fight because you you as a non druid can't challenge the druid leader. Yeah. For supremacy, Cern just does it. So if you don't take him with you, it's a little weird. It's like you just kind of go here to watch him solo this yeah. quest. Um. 
He turns into a werewolf. Uh, she turns into a panther. The werewolf wins. <clears throat> and then uh, that's that quest. But Trade Meat has some other problems. We have to go do some some extra stuff to become the hero of Trade Meat. Yes. Um, but that's I, how you do that. And Siren will follow you. And if you're a druid, then you can uh, you can actually challenge uh, for Ascension. And this becomes your grove. Yes. Um, or you can have Jahira uh, challenge mm. as well. But that, what that was not necessarily didn't work that well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do that him being able to turn into a werewolf was a was a big help i just did a check thaldorn is a recruitable companion in Baldur's gate one if you already oh. tweeted at us, at us about that please please wait till please the end send your tweet <laughs> um i wonder where you find thaldorn because that just does not sound familiar to me yeah uh available from chapter four she can be found in the third part of the cloakwood and will join you in bringing uh an end to the activities of the iron throne Oh, oh, look at how angry she is. Yeah, she's very angry. She's a, she's, she's yeah. got a real, like, um, vampire, like, being exposed to the sun kind of look to her. <laughs> it, like, it does look like that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's 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 like uh, Bart after uh, when uh, yeah, he when, lost his when soul. Lost his soul. <laughs> he does not look like, um, or she does not look like she's too neutral to me. No, no. Yeah. Again, weird yeah, I, I never took her because she's, she's, like, evil. She's not evil alignment but like if you look at all her stuff she's extremely evil yeah her relationships like, like she doesn't get along with yeah. dina here or any of that yeah and i already and you, you know if I, if I wanted uh because you can get branwen mm. uh, so my, my cleric uh, my heal you know my healer was dialed yeah and baldur's get one because branwen's solid mm-hmm. um interesting um so that's why Pave came or her that's where <laughs> where they are now yeah um she got murdered by a werewolf in a bit. <laughs> So, <laughs> where are they like now? The, the, the yearbook uh, prophecy came true. Most likely, too. Like, yeah, um, murder uh, in a pit. <laughs> yeah, they, they they had to stop doing superlatives after the yeah. kid who after it turned out the kid who won uh, worst dress was actually really poor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, stop letting the kids choose it for each other. Stop letting the most popular kid just name all of the other kids. Yes, to you can, know. to canonize their brethren. Just popular kids who are in your book. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, there's other stuff to do. Yes. Uh, there's This isn't so much a quest. It's just a fun scene with Wilfred the Red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who's bragging to prostitutes. Yep. Like you head in and he's just like bragging about being this adventurer who single-handedly killed a dragon. And if you have high enough wisdom or if your main character, uh, you know, can can check his story mm-hmm. when you talk to him and be like, oh, did you really do that? How did that go? You know, and, and for me at this point, it's like, well, I fucking killed a red dragon. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's not like that. And he, he admits that what he actually did was find he stole from a red dragon. Right. Like he, he found one. He ran away. His party, like, was there. He got separated. Yeah. He came upon a red dragon that was sleeping and stole from it. Yeah. Which means that he's not long for this world anyway. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You might as well. I, I kept quiet. I, I took his. Yeah. I took his bribe. Just let, let him have. Let, let him have his power trip. Yeah. 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 So, uh, the other side. More interesting is that is this genie embargo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this takes us back to the uh, back to the Druid Grove. Um, what's happening is, you know, this is a trade town, but there's a huge crackdown going on. They're actually kind of under siege by this group of genies from Kalimshan. What's yeah. that? These DAO yes. for people who listen to Monster My Podcast. Yeah, which you should. Please do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're but they're here from Kalimshan and they're looking for a rogue Rakshasa. Yes. And since the, they kind of suspect the town of harboring them, they say, Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna buy all the goods when <laughs> when a, a company comes into town or when a trader comes into town, we're gonna buy everything they own, jack up the prices. Mm-hmm. So we will hold this town under economic siege until they produce the Rakshaka for us. I don't think they thought it was like an Anne Frank thing. 
Right. I think they just wanted someone else to do their work. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, pretty fucked up. Um, you can go and you can buy from these guys, um, and their prices actually aren't that high. Mm-hmm. I was really expecting it to be like out of this world. I'm like, oh, I'll buy your Ring of Earth control for two thousand gold. That's reasonable. <laughs> that's, um, one of these guys, you can also steal a um, a, a genie a lamp of genie summoning mm. or a bottle of a free D summoning, which is a cool summon. Yeah, I tried to tried to get that, but I couldn't. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, I, I could I could see they're they're from Kalimshan. I can see them having enough means to uh, to to be able to just kind of like sell stuff at a competitive price. They just buy it really expensively out of spite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, when we were up in the Druid Grove, we found this uh, old woman in a hut who was selling uh, potions, you know, like a like a, like a bog witch kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, if we have this quest flag, uh, here, then she says, oh, you reek of Dow," and she transforms yeah. and she's got her Brutal. friends who attack you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you, so you fight a bunch of rock shakas in this cramped little, uh, shop. Mm-hmm. They're not so bad. They don't cast very many spells. Right. Here we're going to, you know, later in the game, there's a bunch of rock shakas we'll fight. Yeah. It's a little bit tougher. Um, uh, and you can head back and, and say, you know, dismiss the, the genie, reignite trade. If you do that and you take care of the animal trouble, the mayor fucking loses his shit for you and throws like a party uh, for you that starts like in the mayor's house. And then you become the hero of trade meat. Like they take, uh, they have this public fountain and they will take, uh, make sculptures of, of your party based on like when you talk to them. Yeah. The fun thing to do is polymorph the shit out of your guys. Oh, of course, because they will uh, not be uh, turned gray. Well, not not just they won't be. Um, the statues will be made of their polymorph form. <laughs> so, like, Ari was like an ooze, and Jan was an ooze, and had a lot of oozes. Like, as, as little sculptures of oozes, um, on there. So. Yeah, I absolutely had a um, CERN. He was a werewolf, and yeah. he was still he like he he moved like it was just his idol animation set of standing up there. Yeah, the statue is is alive, but yes. but it's just it's kind of like you get a plus one reputation, but. It just kind of feels good to have, like, in this world, like, oh, there's little statues of my guy. Like, yeah. I saved this town. It feels good. There's a little bit of dissonance in the fact that, like, getting that statue, like, like what I, the quest I had to do was not necessarily even the hardest I had done that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not, like, the 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 curve, the trade meet curve is very generous. Yes. It's a warm open mic. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, they're just happy you're having a good time. Um, yep. But while you're at this party, uh, you're approached by two people. First is Lady Lilith Lyrixal, seems on the mm-hmm. level to me. Uh, she mm-hmm. approaches you saying, like, hey, I've got a job for you. Swing by my mansion, uh, and I'll talk to you. And then right after that, we have Skarmayan Alibakar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Uh, he says, like, oh, don't work for her. Come work for me. It turns out yep. there's this huge feud over who can lay claim uh, to having founded trade meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they want you to get this thing from an ancient crypt. There's a local crypt. They say, like, hey, find this um, object from the from inside this crypt. We'll give you the key to it, uh, and they'll prove that our family is the uh, is the origin of this. Yes, you can choose to do it for either family. However, yep. it's like the same it's the same quest either way. Uh, the mayor stops you and says, like, listen, that circlet's not going to prove anything because they have a common descendant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why don't you give me the circlet and, and and I'll just, like, kind of take care of this. Yes. Um, so you can do that. That's the, the good ending and neither neither side wins. Um, if you give actually give the circlet to one of them to prove, then the other guy gets mad. And you can just choose which one you want. Yeah. Uh, for me, I gave it to Lilith and then both of them attacked me. 
Mm. Like everybody yeah. attacked me, and the mayor was very, very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I told you guys, to give me a circlet. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder if that was supposed to happen. If, I don't know if she was supposed to aggro because I think you can just do it for one of the groups. I don't think mm. they're always supposed to betray you, but yeah, could be wrong about that. I was um, fine with the results of getting rid of old money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like let the state take their their thing <laughs> and then just redistribute it amongst the merchants and good people of uh, trade me. Yeah, the um, yeah, uh, the. So the the more most interesting quest, and I love that this is a payoff for something you potentially did like hours and hours, like tens of hours ago. That's good. You find somebody um, on their second life. Yeah, it's neat. <laughs> like, um, so like this woman um, named Jenya approaches you on the street and says, like, listen, you're the heroes of trade me. I need a favor. My son uh, Terrace is too scared to leave home. Can you talk to him? Right. He's I, a little bit outside my wheelhouse, but okay. I was expecting him to be a little boy, not grown ass man. Yeah, Terrace is just a guy. <laughs> just, just a, oh, leaving the house? Not for me. No, thank you. Uh, yeah. I, I will go to a home for scared people, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you go talk to him, and you say, he says, hey, I was out walking with my girlfriend, and we were attacked by some manner of skinless man. Sweet. Um, yeah. And he took Ra- Ra- Raisa, uh, his girlfriend, and Terrace got away, and now he lives in fear that he is a loose end, and also yep. guilt over having kind of abandoned his girlfriend a little bit i have a buddy and i won't name them but uh he was walking out with his girlfriend and they got mugged and he sprinted the fuck away oh no and it it became like kind of a like a like a a, you know we we gave him a lot of shit about that (laughs) at the time and it was just like he was just scared and stuff like it probably wasn't mean to give him shit about it but also just like it's also incredibly turning and running (laughs) i know i'm out of here like you know (laughs) Every man for himself immediately. <laughs> just shot Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just uh, like Call of Cthulhu, like save one bullet to shoot your companion in the leg and run. You know, <laughs> that um, is very, very funny. So he, he really terrorized it. Um, and he had a clue when the person said something. They said their name. Their name was Rajik, and we're like, "Whoa, we know who Rajik is." Yeah, that's he, cool. That he, was he that got guy away. Who got away from us. Yeah, that's the one who got away. Yeah. Um, he went, you know, he's jumping town to town like a, like a drifter serial killer. Mm. Cool. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is the continuation of the Skinner murders. You know, he, he got away <laughs> in his boat that was underneath his house. Yep, the night boat. <laughs> the skin taking boat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> skin boat. Um, skin boat. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and you can find a man who claims to be hunting this skin dancer creature, right? Yeah. Saying like, hey, you know, he's taking this maiden from town. We need to work together to go to, to, to go into this guy. You can, you can, yep. fo- you can follow him to the appointed place and things seem really fishy. Like the murderer is incapacitated and everybody's yeah. saying, kill him, kill him, kill him. And like yep. the woman is there, but she's not necessarily talking to us. Yep. And, uh, and, and what the, and the, you know, he's just, the woman just staying there staring and what happened was, you know, so when everyone tells you to do something in a video game, don't do it. Right. Um, so it turns out that the the maiden and skin dancer like switched skins. The skin dancer put its skin onto the maiden, mm-hmm. took the maiden's skin, yeah. and was trying to get you to murder the lady to wrap up this loose end. And they talk about it. Like when you don't fall for it, they're like, well, <laughs> it was worth a shot, you know, because that would have gotten them off the trail yeah would have thought the killer was dead yeah well the, and the guy who brought you in you know he's in he's in cahoots with the skin dancer yeah. he's a skin dancer himself he immediately goes to this is a stupid plan it was never gonna work yep 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 so he's like no we had to we had to take him off our scent so they they both all they they turn you fight these two skin dancers it's a pretty minor fight like this yeah. whole thing is not about challenge it's just creepy and cool yeah the murderer gets up tries to put on her own skin but it's not attached 
and that's scary and gross. Yeah. So um, she... And she's talking about how, like, it hurts and, like, you know, it feels really, really weird. So you have to cast restoration on her. Yeah. Well, she, to, like, she, she, she is one of them now. <laughs> like, her, yeah, her, 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 her skin, skin is portable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, to reattach her skin to her body. Mm-hmm. And just imagine, like, your skin being on you but not affixed. <laughs> like, you literally wore your skin like a suit. It's super creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to need you yeah. to take some water. Put some sugar yep. in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's just really, really spooky. Yeah. Uh, stuff. But you know, lesser restoration saves the day, and then she goes off to to marry Terrace the coward. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Just, just ready to move on with her life. That's fine. Yep. Yep. And just you know, I'm sure he'll never hear the end of that. <laughs> the, um, Honey, will you take out the garbage? Ah, uh, now all the game's scared. on. Yeah. Oh, are you too scared to take out the garbage? I get yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. There's, oh, there's an Otugia out there. Okay. <laughs> the, the, well, uh, well, the ODU is just like he's our garbage disposal because yeah, every yeah. every time an ODU pops up. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, so the, this is also um, – I didn't take her either, so we can't really talk too much about it. This is where Mazzy lives. Mm-hmm. So she has a kind of a series of quests with her family. She's a really well-integrated character uh, that I just – since I was an archer, I didn't have room for. Yeah. Um, cool. So we've raised our money. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and this actually, uh, it trips before you even raise the full 20,000. Mm-hmm. Um, at least yeah, for, for me, it did. Yeah. Like if, if at 15,000, somebody swung by, um, and, uh, made an offer saying, Hey, my name's Valen. Uh, my, 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 my mistress, she has been watching you. Can you go meet with her in the graveyard district? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where our paths kind of diverge. Because I decide to work with this mysterious rival guild that has been fighting the Shadow Thieves, whereas you stick with the original plan. You, Gary, stick stuck with the original plan and worked with Galen. Yeah, yeah. The um, somebody also brought up. Um, I'm going to kind of vamp here because I need to pull up uh, a wiki mm-hmm. for this, just because I it's been a minute. I beat this game a while ago now. Um, but mention it's like why uh, somebody on Twitter was like, "Hey, why does um, like why would the vampires form a guild?" Mm. You know, that's pretty weird. Um, you know, why would they do that? And I think that, um, like, one, we know why they're recruiting and stuff. We mm-hmm. find that out this episode. Yeah. But one of the things I always kind of liked about this, or one of the things that's, like, headcanon for me, is that um, they didn't. Like, they didn't form a guild. They were just kind of committing this war, and the people called it a guild. Right. Um, because they didn't have any other words for it. <laughs> right. You for know, the, for like, this heavily gonna... organized presence that stands athwart. This... This yeah, other thing that happens to be named, yeah, yeah, like you know, it is it. They're a bunch of vampires, but we don't know what else to call this. Like, guild right. is the language that we have, right, for this. So, yeah, yeah. So this takes us into chapter three, and we're gonna do like a little bit of a book report kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for I guess so, in thinking about how to structure this, Gary, did you get three quests to do? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and I think the quests actually stand athwart each other. So whereas I'm like stopping a shipment, you are protecting a shipment. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you hear from both people regardless. Right. So, like, even, you know, both of them say, like, hey, choose me. And, you know, and you can go and reject their offer. Like, I went and talked to Bodhi mm-hmm. in the graveyard district and just said no. Right. And all of the good people, like, my, you know, my paladin was fucking losing his mind. <laughs> like, about this. He's just, like, his his spider sense was just going off. <laughs> like a dog in a thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had to give him a thunder armor. A thunder shirt plus five. <laughs> to calm him down. Because, um, yeah, he was he was really freaking out. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going to, uh, to Galen. Uh, his man, Bruce, comes and says, like, hey, like, we're going to sweeten the deal. 
Um, you meet Galen eventually. He's the real power behind the Shadow Thieves. Like, Renal Blood Scalp is the fake power. You keep going back into the, the Thieves Guild, which is really kind of cool and elaborate. Um, mm. And it's because it's a dungeon. Yeah. Um, you know, as the vampires, I think they, they want you to go fight there. Oh, yeah. I, um, I clean that yeah. place out. <laughs> yeah. They want you to clean out. So it, it looks really unusual if you're just there for, like, why are there all these, like, fucking hallways and stuff? Like, if, <laughs> if this thing is huge, it's because it's also it's an alternate dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Um, here. Um, you go and you talk to uh, Aaron Linval, Linvale. And he says, like, listen, you know, I can still help you. Um, you have to do these three quests for me. Uh, I'm going to give you an amulet of power, which is very important because it makes you immune to level drain mm. and a ring of protection plus two. Nice. And uh, this is, I imagine, similar, like, setup when you go meet Bodhi. Pretty much, yeah. Like, go meet her in the graveyard and she's like, hey, I need you to do these jobs. It's going to be dirty. You know, these deaths, though, will be strategic, almost artistic. Um, and it's really antagonistic. It's obvious that she's up to no good and everything is kind of framed as like stringing you along, trying to like mm-hmm. get, get one more, <laughs> get one more like dirty job out of you. One more DVD copy of dirty jobs starring Norm uh-huh. McDonald out of you. Um, yeah. before, before she'll tell you like where your sister and your sister dirty are. Work. Yes. Dirty work is the name of that, not oh, dirty yes. jobs. That's yeah. the, the micro. Oh show. yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was actually named that because under his skin he's made of row. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah. The uh, so so the first one that the, this is, the second one is actually diverges. The first one though um, is for the thieves. You have to protect a shipment. Their shipments have been being hit. Mm-hmm. The uh, they've been smuggling things in into town, and uh, the vampires have been fucking it up. So you have to go protect a shipment. And this is just you go and fight some vampires. Yes. Um, pretty easy. Yeah. And in mine, I was the person who fought the the shadow thieves at the docks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there was no me to protect them. So yeah. you, you slayed. <laughs> um, the uh, the second one, this is, this diverges, is kind of interesting. So we need to find out where this uh, this guild, uh, learn about them and learn where they, they're headquartered. We fucking know. <laughs> but, like, you know, we have to find out for some reason. So um uh Aaron puts you on this he says like hey two of our people are planning to uh defect go pose as the other guild hmm. uh and learn what you can from them so you go to an inn you go talk to these two guys who are defecting and you have to um or not pose as the other guild but pose as if you're defecting as well hmm. and this is really fun because you have to like kind of trick them into dropping information that they don't want to drop um and the way you do it is kind of saying like accusing them of being spies okay you know yeah. like if you're not a cop you take this hit yes uh essentially and uh eventually you know you do this they get wise to you but they drop the name of the the contact you kill them the contact comes um it's one of Bodie's uh lieutenants i can't remember his name hmm. uh, and you say like you pretend to be the two people you killed and say like yeah we'll be there um you know we're defecting tell us where to go and he tells you the location of the crypt okay yeah. <laughs> so like you've already been to this crypt or at least adjacent to it. Yeah. Um, you know, just in the course of doing the graveyard quest. So that's yeah. that, that that's pretty funny. Um did you have a choice of what quest you did for the second? No. No. I know that, mm. that Bodhi because they want Bodhi not to be like they want that's also the neutral path, and they want people who are good who don't have Keldorn with them to be able to choose the Bodhi path oh, yeah. reasonably, I think. Okay. So they say like how how dirty you want to get. Yeah, so that, yeah. that that's the thing to say, like, hey, we're gonna give you we're gonna give you an option here. Uh there's a good option where you go and rescue one of the uh one of the vampire agents from the Shadow Thieves. The bad though involves just straight up political assassination, murder. 
uh, which, mm. which you need to, what you're trying to do is get the city authorities and kind of the, the, the nobility to turn against the shadow thieves. Uh, basically they say like, yeah, we've, we've existed alongside them for, you know, for, for a long time. Now they are a problem. So they're just trying to create political heat. So you have to go and kill this heavily guarded politician, um, and then plant a shadow thief, um, uh, dagger and robe in his fountain mm. so that everybody will think that the shadow thieves did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so it's cool they give you the option. And the third one is they're mirror images of each other. Like yeah. it's either like, hey, go kill go kill the vampires in Bodhi or go kill the thieves. Yes. And what's interesting here is that uh vampires are definitely tougher opponents than shadow thieves. Um shadow thieves have stealth, you know, so um the way they work mechanically, because you end up fighting a few of them just as uh, when you're playing good as well, yeah. is that they can be hiding in shadow and appear behind you and backstab and get, like, pretty good damage yeah. against you. But vampires level drain. Like, <laughs> vampire, a... you know, vampires are a totally different thing. So doing the good path in this is, like, significantly harder. And it's also more of a drag because you have to go back to Bodhi's crypt anyway in the main course of the game. Yeah. We're going to go, we're going to, we're going to Bodhi it up later too. Yeah. This is like your pre Bodhi. So it's a, it's a little bit silly. Like it's, I understand what they were doing um, as far as, you know, making that have that parity, but they, I like that they're unbalanced. I like that one is harder than the other. I don't like Mm -hmm. that they reuse the same location a couple of times. Right. Like it's a striking location. I get why they do it. Uh Uh-huh. But it's a little bit bummer that they they make you redo it. Yeah. So talk talk about how the siege on the crypt articulates, and also describe a little bit of the crypt itself, and then I'll talk about uh, sieging the uh, the Shadow Thief HQ. Um, so you should, they send a you can't get into the actual inner sanctum of the thing. You've explored the outer crypts before, but you can't. There's a door you can't get into. So they send a mage with a golem to knock that open. Um, you head in, and inside there are uh, a bunch of vampires and a bunch of these things that are called grave lords, mm. um, which are floating sets of armor and weapons. Um, and you just you fight a lot of them. Um, there's a mechanic where named vampires, after you kill them, they go to their crypt, mm-hmm. and you go there. And if you use a stake on their crypt, uh, they won't respawn, right. but otherwise they will. So you can actually clear it out kind of methodically. Um, here and there are a couple of cool set pieces. There's like a hot tub, like koi pond full of blood, <laughs> blood koi. Um, and there's there's a room, a giant room full of spikes. Yep. Uh, with that's really neat. Like it just looks like it drains to the center pool. Mm-hmm. And stuff you have to get to. Um, what essentially you want to do is make your way through and get to that hot tub full of blood because it has a massive disruption plus one at the bottom. Which I don't know why these vampires are keeping this thing that has like a five percent chance of killing them every time they touch it at the bottom of their hot tub <laughs> yeah. like we just can't use that hot tub anymore no. like it's too risky you know um but the way to, to clear this the, the good way to clear all the vampire stuff in this the easy way is to take that mesa disruption take that uh aerolithium stuff that you got from the uh, sir sarles quest go upgrade to a plus two a plus two mesa disruption has a better chance of killing undead on hit mm-hmm. and makes you immune to level drain yeah so i gave keldorn and my boy uh animan the incel um, this and that are amulet of power that makes you immune to level drain, and they just walk through and clear it out. There's the wrecking crew. Yeah, yeah, they're like literally just the wrecking crew um, until eventually you get to uh, to Bodhi's sanctum. Hmm. She does like a lot of villain speech uh, stuff here, just talking about um, the, you know that her and Arrhenicus are really actually together. She hints about that. Um, you know, some some stuff about dark destiny or what have you. Yeah. And then you fight her, and she is a tougher vampire. Uh, but you know, you have immunity to level drain. Mm-hmm. Like she just, you know, she's not her actually main, that her top. main trick is kind of taken from yep. her. Yeah. Yep. 
so yeah, uh, you know, my two guys, my my guys in the background could kind of pepper her with bullets and spells, but my main guys just stood there and kind of tanked. Mm-hmm. So it was all. It was actually it's pretty easy with that mace of destruction plus two. You have to like leave for a day. You have right. to take the mace and go forge it and stuff. But all the vampires wait. They're very <laughs> yeah, patient. That's just real. You know, vampires are patient. Vampires are kind. Yeah, like you know, yeah, these uh. If you're immortal, you can wait for a Mesa Disruption plus two to get forged. Yeah. You know, this is nothing. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and if you take and the, then, if you take the so vampire side, good. you can get that. You can get that mace for yourself Yo. and then go make it. That's, you know, too. You just because well, you're you, going to end up fighting the vampires later anyway. That mace still ended up being very useful oh, yeah. for vampires later on. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, so for me, you know, talk to Bodhi and she also reveals like, yeah, you know, I am, I am looking for Irenicus as well. We are related. Um, you know, all that I'm interested in is that you like give me access to or have him relinquish his knowledge. Like she's real cagey about it, but it's Mm -hmm. very obvious that she is in cahoots with him just based on everything we have seen so far. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but you know, I have to go and kill Galen. Uh, to get the siege or to to get the key uh, to the basement of the headquarters, and this basement is super neat um, because it's, cool. it, it's like a, it's like a, like a trading alley. It's like a Hogan's alley, like uh, like down to the part down to the part where they have a fake town. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this little like fake um, like Blazing Saddles town, mm-hmm. uh, and just like you know a hallway full of doors that are locked. Um, like area, like, like thin, narrow walkways with like spinning, um, dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Like knock you off of like the kind of stuff that like Geralt trained, you know, trained with, uh, Siri. Yeah. It's, and stuff. it's a little bit like that, uh, like the crazy foot clan, uh, uh, hideout in, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Yeah. Yeah. Like less, uh, less cigarettes. Yes. Fewer less, cigarettes. less like teens, you know, <laughs> but it's, it, it is a really cool looking place. And this becomes like when you become the leader of the thieves guild, Oh no, you actually get a, what's that? You get Mavars. Yeah. yeah. Zone. So you don't get this. Like this nope. is not for players. Yeah. This is just a cool thing. <laughs> this is not for you. Um, yeah. one of the ways they try to make this difficult, it ends up working. It gets really ambush heavy. Um, mm-hmm. so like, even when you're walking back through a place that you had previously cleared out, they will have shadow thieves, you know, whole groups of them and mixed parties of them spawn in around you. Um, mm-hmm. and just kind of, uh, will go, go for the, go for the kill that way. So it's a little yep. bit difficult. And um, that, that's their, their whole thing. Yeah. They're hiding in shadows. <laughs> so it's real neat. You have to like press a button and you've got to get a key that'll get you in. So you, you know, so you can kill the actual head of the, uh, of the HQ he says, you fool, what are you doing? Like, why would you side with them? Like I'm doing a podcast and we need to talk about both of these. <laughs> yep. I understand what vampires are. Give me a break. Um, I, I don't know if I can't remember if I mentioned this. You don't kill Bodhi. When you get Bodhi very hurt, she teleports away. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that's worth mentioning because Bodhi, we are going to come back and kill Bodhi later, regardless <laughs> of which side we choose. Yes. Um, um, when you, uh, when you finish, the um you know everything here you go back to your whoever your patron is or at least i went back to aaron linval uh-huh. and he says like okay we're gonna go on a trip like we can actually i figure out where we're going we're going to spell hold i know how to get you in there um you know sell all your stuff prepare right. buy anything you need and then uh this captain i'm gonna i've hired this shady captain <laughs> to uh to take you to spell hold right so just go talk to him when you're ready yes um, this is important because when you leave Afkatla, you are gone for a very long time and the game yeah. takes on a far more, far more linear, uh, kind of, kind of tack to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one cutscene that we kind of skipped, 
that reveals a little bit. So we know that they are at Spellhold, but we do not know where it is or how far away it is, things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. We actually get an in, uh, interstitial where Irenicus, he has escaped his cell um, and he's taking MON off for his experiments. So mm-hmm. it is not necessarily the punishment that we thought it was going to be almost to the point where, oh, this was totally part of his plan. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to be captured, and, yeah. and you can you can definitely see hints of that early on. Yes, yeah. you know and stuff, but it is uh, it's neat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cool to see it in action. Ironicus is a, a very capable villain. Yes. Um. Yeah. So you uh, with this uh, this guy, uh, Samen Harvarian, this captain. Even the narrator, when you do the chapter, when it starts the chapter four, you get these like little narrations with this like beautiful little like cutscene. You know, this, this, this it's image. Like, it's like a mosaic kind of thing almost. Yeah, mosaic yeah. was the word. I, was, I almost said stained glass, but yeah. mosaic was what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And even the, the narrator's like, with your captain, Samen Hyvarian. <laughs> you go to, like, the narrator, like, doesn't trust him, and it's really weird. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, he is, he's uh, he's working for – he's if you are working with Bodhi, Bodhi sent him to betray you. Mm-hmm. If you're working with the Shadow Thieves, he planted him. She planted him. Like, she is one of Bodhi's men. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he drops you off and we are now, um, at Brynlaw, which is the city slash pirate kingdom that sits on the same island that Spellhold does. Yep. That's uh, they split it <laughs> on, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Pirate it's... Town. On Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, it's for Spellhold. And on Sunday, uh, that is the Lord's day. Well, well, yeah. I mean, also football. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pirate football. Um, yeah, the, 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 uh, the spell hold pirates, hmm. the, um, yeah. So, so you show up on this, this pirate isle, um, you know, the, the trip is, has no incident on the way, uh, there. Um, right. and you, uh, he says like, you, you talk to Saman, Saman says, Hey, go to the vulgar monkey tavern. Um, that's actually where we're going to go. Like that's where you do things next. Right. So. Um, your contact there is a man named Sanic, Sanic, something like that. Yeah. Um, and he's supposed to give you information, but an assassin from somebody named Lady Galvina uh, arrives to kill him for stealing a slave from her. In fact, it was his wife, and Lady Galvina is a madam at the uh, local uh, oh. prostitute. And actually, I'm sorry, I, I skipped over saying that our paths are still a little bit divergent here because um, Seaman actually betrays you uh, oh. here. Oh, really? Like you, yeah, so it's it's a little bit different. When you get off the boat, um, he sends you towards that tavern again, but vampires pop out. Ooh. And, uh, and, and, you know, Saman, you know, he's like, oh, we knew you were, were a monster. Saman escapes. We're still going to use him later. Yes. But he was hired to uh, drop you off here, and there's a little vampire ambush. Hmm. Um, and after you kill him, this guy named Simic does show, Simic shows up and says, hey, go check out Sanic. Uh, yeah. Come on, guys. Um, get, get, you know, creative writers don't do that. There's a creative writing 101 lesson for everybody listening. Yep. Don't make your characters have similar names. Um, it says to go to the uh, vulgar monkey. Right. So that that doesn't happen if you uh, side with Bodhi. So I didn't I didn't realize there was still that divergence. But, yeah. Huh. No. Uh, no. Yeah. I would have thought everything would have been the same when you got to Brynlaw. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Lady Galvina, she runs local courtesan guild, which seems like a really good, uh, just you know, a, 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 a potent euphemism, let's say, mm-hmm. especially if people are oppressed into service. Um, you know, she says, "Hey, Claire, Cynic's wife, might know what he knew, especially if they were in cahoots and he was working to get her out of the life, right?" Mm-hmm. So we have an option to either get him by force or pretend to be a customer. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, and so uh, what I did was pretend to be a customer. Same. Um, they give you this uh, these these amulets that uh, that the the people there wear, mm-hmm. the uh, the enforcers or what have you. Something glitched and they saw through my thing. Oh, like more or less right away. So I ended up just killing everybody, but I was fine with it because they're they're slavers. Yeah, you know they're just sex slavers. Yeah, that doesn't make them better slavers. No, <laughs> I think it's arguably worse slavers. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, so the, so they all had to die. Yes, uh, and I was going to kill them anyway. It just happened sooner than I thought. Same. Yeah. Uh, but what ends up happening, like if you if you if you're just like straight with these courtesans and say, yeah, um, we're here to, <laughs> to 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 rescue your friend A, and if we can do anything to stop the person who was pressing you into service, then we're going to do that as well. And they just agree to help you. So yeah, because they don't they don't care for it. No, no. So like no. they like they they help you poison the ale for the guard so you can get in and you know get 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 a shot at Lady Lady Galvina. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, on your way, there's some kind of like little side stories mm-hmm. as well. Um, we run, run into this woman named Genia who was forced into prostitution by a pirate named Chermy. Um, her, her father died. And Chermy Greer over here. Um, and, I don't know uh, that Chermy deserves that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he doesn't. Okay. Um, and so you, uh, you, you know, she wants to get out and you, you can pay this uh, smuggler to take her and her brother away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, Chermy gets mad about this. You can go kill Chermy. So again, right. I'm just going on my abolitionist streak Same here in general. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's nice. Oh. Like if you, if you do abolitionist stuff, like even Corgan is on board with you, like just yeah. little, <laughs> people need to take pride in their work. They shouldn't be forced into it. Like what you're doing is terrible. So if you get the ax, like, fuck yeah, yep. Corgan. Yep. Go Corgan. And don't, don't make people do stuff. Um, you're actually cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I end up, you know, do- dosing the guards and getting in and uh, killing Galvina and her pet wizard. They had to give her a pet wizard mm-hmm. um, just because that would be uh, it-, it would be too easy to fight without a, a mage there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Claire is devastated to hear that Sonique is, uh, is dead, but she's willing to help you. Yeah. And uh, and she takes you to Sonique's captain, Golan, uh, there. This is all a little bit rounded out. What we're trying to do is just find a way into Spellhold. I don't yeah, know if we established yeah. that. So this is – that is why we had to get into the, the Courtesans Guild. I think we maybe skipped a step or I might – I think I might mm. have skipped ahead when I realized that the uh, the Bodhi path still diverged and got excited. But that's why we're doing this. Right. To get in there. And it's just kind of it's, – it's a chain. Like you talk to one person. That person's dead. You talk to that person's girlfriend who leads you to that person's yeah, contact. Yeah. and. It's just kind of like a chain. Like, it's all very minor. This part, you don't spend very much time in Brunlaw. It's kind of Brunlaw ridiculous that they quick. made a whole city for that. Yeah. You know, and you can you can resupply, and there are fun pirates uh, in the uh, – who all of them are singing the same song line by line. Uh, <laughs> you know, so if you talk to different people, they'll sing their different songs and stuff. It has a lot of character, but it's very brief. Yes. When you talk to Golan, he says, listen, there are two types of people who can dispel hold, cowled wizards or deviants. Um, so you have a couple different things you can do. Um, this is, it's good that we diverged here, too, because yeah. uh, we did a different thing. Um, I went in to uh, – there's a cowled wizard who you can – I think you threatened him to get in, mm. was, which was what I did. That's one option. 
is to go in through the front door. Right. Um, and the other thing is to get uh, get committed. And to get committed, you have to go convince the pirate lord um, <laughs> that you are insane. Yeah. And I didn't interact with the pirate lord really at all. Yeah, I think so. I think you have to kill him later on, regardless. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I I snuck by. I took his horn from him while he was sleeping. Oh, oh no, 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 then he then he attacks you afterwards. Okay. But yeah, you almost don't have to kill him. Yeah. Um, so talk about uh, going with that cowled wizard because it's super neat. He's dominated, right? Like Irenicus is assuming direct control. Yeah, yeah. When you go into, it, he's all like slurring his speech, and he's like, "I knew you were going to be here. Um, this is a test." Like Irenicus even knows you're you're following him. You know, he's not an idiot, right? So, like, you uh, you go, his, his name is Perth. Um, you go that, uh, you go into his house. Um, he's not very coherent. You can tell that he's charmed. One of your party members says he's charmed. Mm-hmm. And you you get into a wizard fight. Um, and he has some kind of neat gear on him. You get the ward stone for the asylum so you can walk in, which is the main thing we want. He has an, a magical item that I think is kind of neat called the Book of Infinite Spells. Mm-hmm. And what that is is it starts as a spell uh, that you can use once per day for free. And then you can turn the page, but once you turn the page, that page dissolves, um, and then you get another spell. So you can keep trying for better spells, but eventually you'll get to the last page of the book, hmm. and you won't be able to do it anymore. So uh, the last page of the book, I kept uh, you know choosing what was in the mystery box. Eventually it turns into invisibility. Invisibility once per day is not bad, but there's lots of rings and stuff to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um yeah, and that's how you go into the the front entrance. Um, you uh, you walk into Spellhold there. Um, there's kind of some monsters hanging out in the grounds just to make sure the player doesn't fall asleep, apparently. And once inside, uh, you run into this character named the Coordinator, who has a slightly familiar voice. Um, he takes you on a tour of the the Spellhold. Hmm. So you go through and you talk, you meet all of the inmates, um, which is really fun. Like you keep saying, like, "Hey, I'm here for Inowen." Um, the uh, and he just says, well, you know, all, all in good time in his Ironicus voice, because, of course, it's Ironicus. Of course. Um, you eventually talk to, to Imowen, and she is, like, the shadow of herself. Well, her soul um, has been ripped from her. Her soul has been ripped off, yeah, which we will find out soon. Um, it's fun when you are meeting the different denizens of Spellhold, because um, you run into Tiax, who was a standout character, for, like, really annoying character from Baldur's Gate 1, mm-hmm. who is who got committed, which makes sense for him to be committed. And uh, the really a noteworthy thing here is that after you talk to Imowen and she is this the soul husk, um, the coordinator reveals he's Irenicus. If you have Yoshimo in his, in your party, uh, he, he betrays you. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, he like takes takes over for you. So that is a long con. Extremely um, long. It's, yep. It should have been very was, sus- You found in the dungeon uh-huh. who was like a solid dude and a good dude for. 40 hours of yep. content turns on your party. Yeah. And he gives you the whole, like, I didn't have a choice, uh, et cetera, kind of thing. And you, you know, there's really no way to, like, there's no way to be like super forgiving of him. I was, I definitely yep. took the tack of like, yeah, um, that's what everybody says. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. fuck you traitor. Um, and my entire party was like that as well. Um, yeah, people so- are really upset about it and it's, it's not his fault. No, he's under um, he geased. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's geased. And there actually is a resolution. I didn't do this this time because I didn't take him with me. But mm-hmm. you can take his heart and purify it at a, a temple. Yeah, yeah. Once you get back to to, to the city, and it is one of the biggest XP gains in the game. Yes. Like releasing his soul from that is is one of the greatest acts of good you can do. Yeah, I. And like. I absolutely did that. Like, like he, like before he was Geist and worked with Irenicus, he, he was a worshiper of Ilmater, which is Forgotten mm-hmm. Realms Jesus. Like, yeah, 
he was he was not a bad person by any stretch. No, no, he's he's a really good person. Yeah. He just, you know, Ironicus is a monster. Yeah. You know? So, so. Then, then some stuff happens in Spellhole, but I want to talk about the uh, other path of getting in first before we say uh, the kind of big climax thing that happens to you. Right. Uh, after Yoshima reveals himself. Yeah. Um, so I, I went the route where uh, to, to, to convince them that I was a deviant. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, the pirate lord is the person who, for some reason, has jurisdiction over that. I think he would just turn you into the cowled wizards. Maybe. I don't think he has jurisdiction because the cowled yeah. wizards obviously decide it in the city and, okay. and send deviants there. But I think the idea is this is his island and he will take crazy wizards and put them in, you know, say, hey, you deal with it. Right, neighbor. right. Yeah. You know, he tosses you over the fence. <laughs> So I think that I took the shortcut to this because, you know, you go in and say, uh, like, hey, uh, I'm a mage. I am worried that I'm a danger to myself and others. Please, I need you to commit me, you know, just mm-hmm. to, 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 taking the reasonable tack. And he kind of sees right through it or doesn't want to be bothered. Like, why in the world should I believe you, et cetera? Um, and the way that I got around this was. I said, look at who I travel with. Hey, Minsk, can you back me up here? And like one of them, like Yoshimo even says, come on, man, don't have Minx talk to him. Like, no, let him talk. (laughs) (laughs) And so Minx does his whole, you know, miniature giant space hamster thing. And (laughs) him being so fucking obnoxious for the entire game has finally paid off. Yep. The, uh, so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's TP pays off statistically. He is he is a really solid frontline fighter, but also here he was my key to convince this to get this pirate lord to go from uh you're you're faking it to would you like would you like to go back on your own or do you want to be dragged kicking and screaming <laughs> kicking and screaming please <laughs> yeah no. so that's very funny uh, and you end up put into a put into a cell. Uh, presided over by kind of the, the, you know, not, not the warden, but the supervisor, Lonk the Sane, which is fun that you have to, he has to have that name to convince everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you go and you, you, you get time to talk with the other, uh, with the, with the other inmates. The notable one is the person who sees all planes at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a couple different interesting ones. I mentioned TX. Yes. You know, but there's also uh, this person who sees into the planes. There's somebody who definitely, like, straight up Lovecraftian, like, saw into a dark dimension, like, saw the, found the thing that looks back. Mm-hmm. You know, essentially looked, looked in the void and was stared back. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of them, I forget, uh, forget who mentions, like, the city of shifting streets presided over by the Lady of Pain. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> little, little uh, torment Easter egg there. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, it's 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 great that this is so like it, it is two e, but it is so late in the timeline that they're just like, yeah, like fuck it, every every campaign setting is the same. <laughs> yeah, it all exists. Yeah, you know, and there's always been stuff in D and D, you know, to be able to switch campaign settings, like the Mist of Ravenloft, or uh, yeah, yeah, you know, structure of that. Like you've always been able to swap. Mm-hmm. God, I wish there was a Ravenloft Infinity Engine game. God. Um, it'd be very cool. Yeah. Um, so it, essentially the same, you know, very similar things happen, uh, here, regardless whether you're a prisoner or not. Yeah. Um, like, you for, know, and for me, it's just, it was just a matter of time before Irenicus just teleported in and said, Hey, um, I guess we should probably get down to business. That's when Yoshimo turns on me and we do the whole, yeah. I spit on your name kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if they, uh, if you're getting the tour and this happens, he just kind of like, you know, some guys warp in hmm. and kind of spell you into being. You have to be knocked out. Yeah, it is a railroad EDM thing, because uh, Bodhi and her guild. The reason why she's been they're recruiting shadow thieves 
is to sac- as human sacrifices. Yeah, I'm gonna put them um, up in jars. Yep, you you go down to this jar room and you get a lot of exposition here. Yes. Um, Ironica says the reason why I was interested in Imowen, uh, you know, is because Imowen is also a ball spawn. That I mean, could be. That's impossible. But it's true. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was retcon. She was not intended to be when you, you know, in Baldur's Gate One. She was barely intended uh, to be a character in Baldur's Gate One. Well, she, I mean, she, she's with you from the start. She's the character yeah. that you have with you. So she's yeah. like a sidekick character, but she was was never intended to be as popular as she was. Um, there was no place for her in her, her, she's so purely good. So yeah. she didn't show any sign. Um, so he had to bring that out by torturing her. Right. Like essentially into being evil enough for the shadow of ball to like take over a little bit. Right. So he and he, out. he sucked out her soul mm-hmm. and, uh, put it in, in Bodhi. And now he's going to suck out your soul and put it in him. Right. And he's extremely confident during this whole thing he's just like yeah it, it sucks I've, I've not had a soul for a while it's not good uh, it, you're going to die it just takes a little while for your body to catch up yeah see ya and then all the shadow thieves in the jars die their souls fly out and you go into a dream sequence yes so we didn't really comment on this but throughout chapter two especially early on if you rested you had a chance to have these dreams where emo was uh kind of talking with you or where you were confronting irenicus like he was trying to do the whole it's great to be evil come join me uh kind of deal um mm-hmm. and like these dreams i believe took place in Baldur's gate one areas oftentimes like almost all of them are in candle keep yeah yeah the uh, candle keep is where you're raised it's where your your ward was it's the very first area in Baldur's gate one right um but yeah you're pulled into this emowyn is here and she's speaking very weakly saying like hey you know don't fight me just come and find me within and to get in you have to pay this demon one of your stats to get inside yeah. You had to pay a troll toll, so he'll suck out a stat. Um, you can just choose which one. You know, this is actually pretty painless. It seems really significant because mm-hmm. it's a permanent, you know, thing. But you can choose which stat depending on your class you want to give up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you go, you go in, and uh, Imowen says, like, "Hey, try to get Ball close to me." You know, he doesn't think we're gonna fight together. You can't face him alone. Right. Um, Ball pops up and starts chasing you around. Um, as this form that will become very familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hurt it, but you can't do its last hit point of damage until you actually bring it in. You make it chase you into Candlekeep uh, next to Imowen, who is able to zap it, and then you're able to kill it. Right. And uh, when that happens, they both fade away. Right. And back in Spellhold, back IRL, you have been drained of all of your ball powers because your soul um, has been taken from you. Yes. That's what that was what was going on in a metaphorical sense. Right. Uh, so if you were using that sweet free, uh, the, that sweet free slow poison spell that mm-hmm. you offer having your blood, well, that's gone now. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, you know, the big deal is narrative, like a huge piece of you has been taken. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so you're going to die. They don't, cause of like James Bond reasons, right? You know, they don't, he doesn't kill you. <laughs> That'd be the smart thing to do is wrap yeah. up this loose end. But instead, he said, tells Bodhi to do it. <laughs> and Bodhi is a, a vampire and a sadist. Yes. And she says, like, instead of doing that, um, I'm going to run you. There used to be this test, like, to determine if a mage was sane enough. <laughs> they put them through this murder dungeon. Yep. I'm going to run you through this murder dungeon, and I'm going to stalk you the entire time. <laughs> um, that that got cut. That had to be patched back in. If you do a patch version of Baldur's Gate 2, she will stalk you. Oh, Jesus. During it. Um, and it's actually, like, it's really random mm. when she shows up. 
um, which sounded, always sounded kind of cool. And you couldn't kill her. You could just fight her off. Right, right. You know? um, but that was actually – that's just an empty threat in the actual game. I don't know if that was a glitch or something they cut. Uh, for at least, but as an empty threat. Yeah. Well, she she yeah. even says it like you know, like uh you know basically I'm going to count to ten and I'm coming after you. Yeah. Um. But yeah. This and it is, just never happens. But this is a very yeah. big and complicated dungeon, even without that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing the spellhold maze, which is the major part of this chapter, essentially. Right. Yeah. You know, Bryn Law was not very much. The rest of it was narrative. Now we're in a big, cool, prestige dungeon. <laughs> um. <laughs> So the main gate that we see is right by where we spawn in. Uh, it's a gigantic statue of a head that says, hey, only the builder may pass. Yeah. Um, and we explore this maze and uh, and start kind of working our way through the puzzles. Um, in one corner of the, the, the maze, we find this guy named Dace Santin, um, who is the builder, and he uh, he wants to fight. Right. Uh, fight with you. He's apparently the builder. Um, and he says that there, there are these crystals that power the magic of this door. They've been scattered. So you have to find them. And they have been worshipped. They're being worshipped by kobolds. Kobolds found them. Yes, because uh, they have kind of hermit crabbed into this dungeon. <laughs> as a, as they do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Dace is a lich, so this is yeah. another story story mandatory uh, lich bite. Lich bite. Yep. Yeah. Um, when you kill him, you take his hand, uh, or you you stake his body. You take his hand. Uh, you still need to get those gems, though. Right. Yeah. So you kind of head out. And this is where the game – it's kind of late in the game, but they give you your bag of holding, uh, which is awesome. Love it. Because you will have collected a lot of like kind of just ward stones and plot shit you don't want to get rid of. <laughs> right. Situational armor, things yeah. like that. It's especially good for them to give it to you now, um, especially when you do not have um, ready access to merchants and things like that. So mm-hmm. like it just – like this was just the black hole where all of my loot went to be sorted out later when I got back to Akatla. There's also, I mean, we forgot to talk about this, but Imowen kind of snaps out of her trance yes. at the beginning of this. And the idea is that she will take, because she has enough adequate thieving skills that she'll take over for Yoshimo. Right. At this point. Um, what's kind of funny is if I, you know, I just had a full party. <laughs> I was like, nope, you know, sorry, baby. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't get to join me. And she does not like it. No. Uh, it is a really, really, like, crushing thing to be like, we rescued you, but you can't hang out with us. <laughs> what? Come on. I don't trust you in a fight. And she's just like, really? Like, it's very funny. And I was like, no, yeah, I got Dan. I don't need you. Um, and she's like, well, I'll try to make my way back to town. Um, like, I'll, I'll be on the, the inn if you need me. Yeah. And then she just goes and waits to the end, like, like a common, you know. <laughs> You know, as as if she's uh, uh, what's her head? As if she's Nalia. Yeah, you know, it's really, pretty funny. <laughs> so. I really want to see like like the, the the second story or the other story separate ways. There we go. Yeah, uh, and getting back to the copper core. Yeah, just swimming. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's pretty harsh. Like, and and having her with story purposes made a lot of sense. I just didn't have a place for her in my party. Right, right. It was in, into my party. But what's kind of interesting is if you take um. Her with you, it doesn't happen in this game, but in the next game, in Throne of Ball, she starts developing uh, ball spawn powers really slowly. Oh. Um, and they're not no, they're not uh, super fancy or anything, but she starts getting the um, like the slow poisons and stuff like that. Nice. Which she hadn't, she hadn't had because she's finally awakened that part of her soul. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's out. so far beyond being useful in Throne of Ball, it's <laughs> right. just a cool little touch. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's, good. it's good for her development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, so there, there, there's like little stuff that we're skipping over in this too, like in the dungeon, like there's a book that summons in, uh, increasingly difficult, uh, monsters, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, the, 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 the big part of this is riddles and they're like super basic riddles. Like I am full of holes, but if you put water in me, I'll hold it like a, yeah. a sponge. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> and, and multiple choice is what kills these riddles. Yeah. Like, they, they would maybe be tough if it wasn't – they weren't multiple choice. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of them. There's a couple of different riddle constructs yeah. here. Like, I'm I'm always down for riddles mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in these kind of games, but they would lean on it maybe a little bit more than they should. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, like, a weird room with these uh, – got those weird pillars that cast different spells on you. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's, like, the idea is supposed to give you a way to heal your whole party – Without resting, and I think that is a leftover from when Bodhi was stalking you. Okay. I think that originally when Bodhi, uh, she would have interrupted rests uh, every time you rested. So you need to have this room to kind of make up for that. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a there's a second level um, after you have gotten the hand of the builder and opened up the path forward. Uh, Like there are a bunch of uh, doorways that are guarded by paintings. Uh, mm-hmm. paintings of tough monsters so like you will fight an illithid here you will fight an umber hulk um and this opens up a door to a vending machine yeah yeah there's a weird just little thing you know and it's it's all like acceptable under the guise of this being a test yes yeah you know like this is this is a little theme parky because it's supposed to be theme parky yes like this was for for wizards to do so you've been collecting these mithril tokens mm-hmm. as you walk around and you can then take those in the vending machine and get different items. Um, this is kind of a trap because the highest ticket item that you have to get all the tokens for is not the best item. No. Um, it's this jester's mail that is good, but you probably have stuff that outpaces it. Mm-hmm. And what you actually want is the second best item, which is boots of speed. Yes. Um, I love those things. Yeah. They give 1%. <laughs> and it doesn't actually give them haste. It gives them uh, enhanced walking speed. Yeah. So that person can be your person to run around and do your chatting and stuff mm-hmm. and have that happen really quick. Yeah. Eventually you can get – I think this might be the second pair you can get. You eventually can definitely get two pairs of them. Oh, nice. Um, so you can have your, your your two best fighters walk around and be kind of like a a little a little thug crew <laughs> to, to clear out the riffraff. Nice. Yeah, the, 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 the after team, the cleanup yep. crew. Yeah. Um, so eventually you encounter Bodhi, uh, in this room with the gigantic Minotaur statue, because of course it's a maze, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to have to do it. Um, and she says like, Hey, I can't wait any longer to kill you. Like just, uh, try and stop me. So we end up trying to fight her. But during this fight, uh, she, uh, well, she doesn't do it. My main character turns into a monster, Ball's essence has found my weakness from having most of my soul taken away and filled the void, turning me into the Slayer, kind of the most potent avatar of Ball. Yes. So you turn into this avatar of this god, and it is this this little, like, critter. It's you know, incredibly you hideous, it. awful looking. Yeah, it's too it's too wiry. Yeah. You know, it needs to be fatter. Yes. Like, I think the Slayer would look a lot cooler if it was fatter. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Uh, it's like I'm the Slayer's gra- like Mima. <laughs> yeah, I just want the Slayer to get a good meal. The Slayer looks thin. <laughs> a touch of the osteoporosis. Yeah, yeah, I just want. But you can turn to the Slayer, and you don't have control over the Slayer. Right. Uh, and the Slayer will fight your party members. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your party members freak the fuck out. Yes. Like, this this fights off Bodhi. She doesn't die. And you're all, everyone has a comment on this. Like, well, this is pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> like, this. <laughs> We didn't care for that. And if you have a love interest, they really have a problem with it. Yes. And there'll be a unique cutscene next time you rest where you uh, – they're trying to wake you up. You're having a nightmare, and you turn into the Slayer and try to kill them. Yep. And you don't control of your character. You control your companion because they're still in your party. Uh-huh. Uh, and you just have to make them run from you. Yes. Uh, here, this was the game. This was my first hint. I, I mentioned it later. But the game insisting, no matter how many times I told Anna no – that I was involved in a romance with Animan. Because oh, this, this happened with Animan. Like, Come on. 
I keep saying no. And it, and it happened later too. And it's fucking amazing to me. Oh. Um, yeah. But the, uh, yeah. So Anna was like, you know, my dear, would you like to marry me? Perhaps we should get married. Have you considered marriage? Um, like he always does. And then I turned into the slayer and I should have just allowed the slayer to fucking eat him. <laughs> you know, it'd be a fun little parable. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, listen, no means God fucking damn. No, Anna, man. Like, um, but yeah, it's, Pretty fucked up, and then you uh, eventually uh, through this. This comes later. We can comment, but you get the ability to turn into the Slayer. Yes, um, which is real powerful, incredibly uh, powerful. But it, it will ding your reputation by two. Yep, which is huge. And if you stay as the Slayer long enough, you die. Yes. Um, so it's this like crazy, you know, uh, emergency kill button. Yeah. That you can do. Um, I managed to get through since I was playing good and I wanted to maintain that reputation. I managed to not willfully turn into the Slayer mm-hmm. um, at any point during this playthrough. In the past, I've had to to fight the end boss. Yeah. Um, I've had to Slayer up. Yeah. I was so. fortunate enough not to have to do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool that it's an option. Yes. And it's cool to give the player this kind of power and it replaces another set of powers. Like I'm really, as much as it's like an ugly creature, mm-hmm. I'm really into everything about the Slayer. Yes. I think it is a really cool thing that, you know, Regardless what alignment you're playing, that this like you can forcibly and also willfully turn into this avatar of this god. Yeah, it's like empowering and cool. And we're right on the edge of like getting into some really, really high level D and D stuff. Oh yeah, you know, at least if you consider fifteen to twenty high level, we're going to go to yep. the fucking underdark. Like having the ability to have a panic button like that that doesn't mm-hmm. just involve reloading after an encounter goes bad. Like that oh, yeah. seems like incredibly good design to me. The Slayer is immune to all kinds of shit, too. The Slayer can, like, more or less solo the Mind Flayer and Beholder dungeons Mm -hmm. um, because those tricks don't work on the Slayer. No. Um, The Slayer (laughs) is an avatar of Baal. Yeah. Baal is the god, like, Lord of Murder. That's not how that works, you know? So. Oh. So, um, you are now the Slayer. Uh, it takes time for voluntary transformation to, like, work its way in. Like, for me. It's a plot thing. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. However, you know, you take you, we found these Minotaur horns. You can place them on the statue. It opens the way forward, which is the final test, which is what was all this other bullshit? If you're just going to have me answer some more riddles. Yeah, yep, the, the final questions are worth 100 points. Every question <laughs> up until this point has been worth two. Um, the, uh, you get there and there are these ghosts of these uh, these wizards right. that test you with these riddles and such. Um, all pretty, pretty standard. Again, they're leaning on the riddle button too hard here. Yeah. Like I still like spell hold a lot, but it's, yeah. you know, and it's just been a little while since we've done a prestige dungeon. Like the, mm-hmm. the vampire dungeon is like just a combat yeah, and yeah. a thief dungeon. So it's cool to do a, a riddly dungeon dragon's ass dungeon here. Yeah. And um, let's take a you, step back and just talk about uh, an asylum for insane wizards. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> and they're cool. Like they're, they're cool, insane wizards. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned a couple of them, but they all have different kind of angles on this. Yeah. Um, you know, and just the fact that it's like crumbling and the, uh, the last, um, caretaker was committed, you know, to it and stuff like that's just neat. Yes. Like spell hold is just very cool. It feels like we only get really a glimpse of it, mm-hmm. you know, but like a game could be made with the, you know, the more of this like cowled wizards and spell hold stuff. Yeah. Like it does not end up being, it feeds in the background immediately after this. Right. It is not important to the kind of the end game or the, the bigger cosmology of the game, but it is really interesting. Yeah. Um, so when you, when you finish this, you go upstairs into Spellhold. Saman shows up and he, for me, uh, he had betrayed me. Mm-hmm. So I, I could be like, listen, you bastard. And he said like, listen, yeah, I was paid to do a job and I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to get stuck on this Island either. Um, you know, 
let's let's you know I'll I'll give you some advice and you know it's a little bit suspect to take it but you do take it because he is a mercenary character right right and he says you're gonna need some help if you want to fight Irenicus. he's at like the height of his powers right now yeah if you walk in there you're going to die yep and you do like you, <laughs> you can't fight him like you if you walk in you get a plot death yes um so you you can go back upstairs um, into kind of the admin area, you can dig around and find Irenicus's diary to learn more about his motivations and his plans. Uh, he really seems to have something against the elves. Yep. Um, elves. Yes. But a lot of the stuff that, you know, that, that, that is in here, we already surmised. He and Bodhi are sister, you know, brother and sister, you know, he was trying to get souls, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yep. what you're primarily up here to do is to convince these inmates to help you out. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so you go to the different inmates and you, you talk to them and you get this little council to convince them to fight back. Yes. You know, essentially like, hey, you guys are very powerful. Um, you guys can do this. And then you roll into Ironicus uh, with them. And this is your first Ironicus fight. Like, well, there'll be several. Yeah. This is fucking difficult. Oh, my God, yeah. Gary. Yeah. He's, he's not fucking around. Like, he's, no. he's the M-boss. You know, like you're <laughs> yeah. fighting the M-boss early. Um, he brings in clones of all your characters to come in um, yeah. i think this is where he does that yeah, that happens yeah. Later. this is actually where he does where he does that they don't have their yeah. gear but they absolutely have their stats and also yeah, like their spells uh, yeah their spells a real big problem yep so you can be it's a multiple wizard duel yeah um here and it's it's just really tricky like you have those those mages with you like you have allies as well and it just becomes this very like big chaotic battle but he's He's, you know, the by far the toughest mage we fought so far. Mm-hmm. Like he's a time stop mage. Yes, uh, but you have a time stop mage on your side. So, yep, yeah, exactly. Who will cast time stop for you and kind of preview that spell because mm-hmm. that's like a really baller ninth level spell. Yeah, um, you could have seen it before if you fought liches mm-hmm. uh, in the city, but those, like those are all optional liches. Yes, and I don't think the mandatory liches you fought so far are that that tough. I don't think so. Um, what time stop essentially does is freeze time and let that that person cast a bunch of spells. Right. And they're always going to fucking cast like Whale of the Banshee and <laughs> Power Word Kill and stuff like that. And then a lot of times the time stop would just wake up and both my, you know, Aerie and Jan, my two mages would wake up dead. Yes. You know, and he's like, well, fuck, you know, like, <laughs> God damn it. Um, you want to interrupt that if you can. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, so before you can defeat him, of course, he warps away. You know, he says, mm-hmm. before I'm done, my home will feel my wrath. Uh, so yep. we get a little bit more of this, and then this is where Yoshimo shows up. Yep. Yeah. Um, which I, I didn't do this. Remind me what, how this articulates. Yeah. So Yoshimo shows up uh, basically with his group of murderers to finish the job. Right. Capital M murderers. The Cap- murderers <laughs> just showed up for me. Okay. I just had just just the just the jets without Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, discount tickets, discount tickets. Yeah. If it's just the jets, just the jets. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, he shows up saying like, Hey, you're already dead. You know, you're already dead inside. Your body is just going to catch up. Um, <laughs> this Gius is put in place to destroy my physical shell. So I cannot uh, go and go and chase after Irenicus. So, and you know, before he fights, he says, Hey, you know, I need you. You know, I hope that my heart will eventually find redemption with Ilmider. Uh, mm-hmm. So you fight him, and he has stealth. He is always going for those backstabs, um, and he's got these murderers who are kind of doing the same. Hot on the heels of this Irenicus fight, where most of my mage help had, had already passed, uh, this yeah. was like it would not necessarily have been a difficult fight on its own. Yeah, in sequence, it was it was extra difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get a rest. 
no. between them. You can actually like leave. Um, there's a way to do it. You can leave and lock the door behind you. Mm. You're going online because it's a very common thing. Is that fight being very difficult? Yeah, yeah. So you have to kind of game it if you want to rest in between. Mm-hmm. Um, without Yoshimo, that's actually not that bad. Yeah, just the murderers are not too tough. Hmm. Is it? I can imagine Yoshimo making a big difference. Why was it that Yoshimo didn't take place in the fight with you? Is it because you didn't have him in your party? Or yeah, he was back at uh, he was back at the end. Oh, huh. He's chill, and I just let him live out the rest of his life as a <laughs> you know as yeah. a barfly. Oh, well, damn. Regardless, I kill him, and I'm able to take his heart, and we can talk about what happens when you take him. You know, when you go to the Temple of Elmater, probably next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, at this point, there is a, a portal, you know, um, and uh, you can then – you can take that portal. That's the portal that Ironic has used to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Seaman mentions this. He says you, you can do that. He says Ironicus is eventually – you know, he's taking that portal um, to go continue his plans. His ultimate destination is to go to the city, uh, Sildanesalar. Sildanesalar. Sildanes. That's what I said. I just said slowly. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the forest of Tathir. Um, and, uh, because he wants to become even more powerful than gods. I, you know, I, Ironicus, you seem like a real smart guy. Why can't you be more original? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, it's real weird. Cause he's kind of portrayed as somewhat of a tragic character later, but his initial, yeah. he, he was a shithead initially. Right. Like, like, he got worse, but he was not good in the first place. All of the bad stuff that happened to him was his own fault. Yeah. Notwithstanding the fact that Elven society is fucking broken and terrible anyway. But, well, that's, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, that's the only kind of takeaway from it. Yeah. And you get the sense of somebody who just, like, kind of started doing evil and couldn't not. Right, right. You know, like, in for a penny, in for a pound. Like, I've already done all this stuff. Yeah. I may as well stick with it. <laughs> and that's that's a sympathetic position to me. Yeah. You know, that that's, like, an interesting kind of sympathetic place to be. Mm-hmm. Um. You don't want to kind of interestingly here though. You can just pop into his portal, and that's what most people I think would probably do, right? Um, here, <laughs> because because the, the other option is to, to trust Samon. Exactly. Like it's kind of weird for them to hide this, <laughs> you know. So yeah, so uh, we're going to trust Samon because mm-hmm. that is the uh, that is you know it's the way you get more content, and also it's kind of neat. Uh, and you get, you get treasure. Like a neat thing happens, and it's mostly so you can get gear. Yes, you know. So to get off of Brynlaw, we have to work with Saman, uh, meet him at the Vulgar Monkey. He said, like, hey, my ship has been scuttled, so we got to do some old Grand Theft schooner from the Pirate Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just we got to take the ship and we got to take the horn that signals, it's, you know, able for pe- you know people can leave. Yeah, open the harbor the, gates. The leaving horn. Yeah. yeah open the gates. Um, so you find out the Pirate Lord's got a mistress. You can go at night and steal the horn from inside. Um, if you wake them up, then it starts this fight early. Otherwise, you can kind of uh, sneak in. The Pirate Lord's mistress is sleeping with somebody else. The Pirate Lord isn't here. Yeah, you catch her in flagrante. Um, so. Yep. And uh, yeah, and you can uh, kind of do that. So you, can, you have to uh, sneak to do it, but you can sneak and pick up the horn and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the Pirate Lord finds you as you're about to leave. Yes. And uh, murders his mistress for cheating on him and losing the harp. And then you have to fight a bunch of pirates on, on your way out. And Seaman, because he is just like a scumbag, <laughs> top to bottom, is like, listen. Thank you for forgiving me. I have, Here, have this, this silver sword. I have this wonderful, it's not complete, it's just a blade. You can probably do some wonderful things with it. Have this gleaming, shiny silver sword. And you're like, great, I love silver swords. <laughs> However, uh, as you're leaving, there's this little interstitial. with Saman, And Saman's been acting strange. He stays below decks like he's hiding. You see this uh, <laughs> ship uh, in the dis- distance. 
um, that's coming right towards you. Uh-huh. It turns out these are the Gith Yankee. <laughs> they want their sword back. Yeah, and immediately he says, hey, I don't have it, but you might want to search those guys. <laughs> and like, excuse garbage. me? You have two seconds here when this fight happens, because this fight is a story fight. It's going to get interrupted. You uh-huh. can kill Saman. He's not hostile. You can kill Saman right away. And I was yeah. like, yes, yeah. that guy's got to die. You piece of shit. Yep, Saman got to go. Yeah. You know, so I killed him immediately. It's there. it's also pretty funny that there's, uh, like, it would have been very funny if there was an option to just throw the silver blade overboard. That would have been very funny. <laughs> Say, do, do, you, do you understand what kind of problems that would create for us? Oh, yeah. That yeah. would be that would be very rough for the uh, – and essentially what happens mm-hmm. because as you are uh, being attacked, the ship begins to take water and Sahagan uh, actually board mm-hmm. the ship here. They're, they're taking advantage of the fact that you've like kind of stayed during – you know, or like paused, stopped moving in, in these rough seas above their domain. Yeah. <laughs> and this introduces us. We wake up in the Sahag- uh, Sahagan City, mm-hmm. um, which is a totally optional um, little miniature zone. Yeah. Here. Um, and it's pretty neat. You wake up mm-hmm. and you're not able to understand the language. They're speaking in glibs and globs and gill flaps and what have you. Yeah. Um, and they cast a translate spell on us and it's still really hard to tell who or what they're talking about because A, Sagan suck. Uh, and B, every single name has just filled with a bunch of X's. There are so, a lot of X's. Yeah, a lot of a lot of X's. They 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 really took advantage of the discounted X's down at the old name warehouse. But yep. yeah, like you you are told to report to King Exothetical. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Senior Senior lost the capital. The um. So he wants to see you. You go there, and you're, this is kind of like a comedy section. Like this feels like they're kind of lightening things up between two very dark yes. zones. You know. Because he is, he has two different advisors, one of which is saying that you are the prophesized heroes who are going to save their city from destruction. The other one is just talking about eating you. And he's just like, ha, 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 ha. They would be tasty. You know, he's just doing comedy evil king shit. Um, so they say, like, we'll attest them first. They make you fight an Etten. It's like the only Etten in the game. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They it's model. very lovingly <laughs> rendered. Yeah, I mean, they had Etten. He's from the first game. I think you fight Ettens in the first ah, game okay. at a time. Yeah. So they brought an Etten back. Um, you fight the Etten, and they convince you. They say, like, okay, you know, uh, to his evil advisor, the evil advisor like, you cannot believe these guys are the prophecy. He's like, well, nope, they won the thing. That was the bet. Um, you get to go get thrown to the pit now and uh, <laughs> send him to the pit. The high priestess, uh, like, the king is saying, like, if you want to escape, I'm going to give you a bunch of treasures. You have to kill this rebel. Yes. Um, this prince has rebelled against me. Yes. Uh, bring me his heart is what yep. he says. Um, the high priestess says, Hey, the king is insane. Um, yeah. he has exiled basically everybody, anybody who could be a threat to him. And it's to the point where like, it's a population problem. Like yeah. it, is, it, it is thinning the blood. Um, so she wants to bring the rebels back into the city so that they can survive. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, that's the choice. Seems... Like the, their numbers are dwindling. Like yeah. they, they need more genetic stock. Yes. And that's, um, like, presented as the good ending, but letting this evil, you know, and your characters, if you have good characters, they'll even say this. Like, we're not going to help these guys. Like, they're, <laughs> they're monsters. They're, they're explicitly yeah. evil, you know? Yeah, like, oh, and, and also the, 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 the rebel prince, his name, his name is Villy Natty. Villy. Yeah. <laughs> it's Villy Natty. Um, so, he, you know, he's considered the good ending, but it's not really good. No, um, he's, he's, no he is similarly deranged. <laughs> like, There's no, like, ending slide for it, but you can actually kill them both. Hmm. and still get the reward like you just go and fight them like 
And that's what I did, ensuring hopefully that this would just the culture would crumble. Yes. Um, the game doesn't allow for this, but in my head canon, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you you head over towards the uh, the the rebels. Um, to, to actually get in that, and there's an important encounter. You get ambushed by a group of them, and one of them has the uh, the, the cloak of deflection, mm. which is one of those like high level D and D items, and you really want that. You absolutely that, do. that alone is a reason to come here because it makes all spells bounce off of you. Yeah, um, <laughs> like why crazy. would you not get that? Come on, yeah, that's, that's extremely good. And that's uh, since I forgot to buy the beholder deflecting shield, mm-hmm. that is how I'm going to deal with the beholders in the next section. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it is a very good uh, cloak. I gave it to uh, I, I gave that and the Mace of Disruption to Viconia actually, mm-hmm. and she was just unstoppable, which is good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, along with along with the Belt of Constitution. Um, yeah. Big deal. What she needs. Yeah. Um. So in order to get to where the rebels are, you need uh the uh, this treasure that a drow wizard has hidden away, the ancient king's tooth. So you have to go to this abandoned drow wizard tower um, and play some riddle games with an imp uh, or uh, with these imps who summon in famous people from the forgotten realm setting and you have to match up their belongings with them. So mm-hmm. it's like Elminster's pipe, uh, Driz's uh, scimitars, etc. Yep. Um, you know, just kind of fun and just kind of fun to see those characters if you have affection for them. Yes. The real highlight there is after you do that, um, you know, and, and the M circuit, again, this is a comedy yes. section of the game, right? Um, the, the real thing you want here is you, you head up and you see a beholder floating there, but he's not hostile. Um, this is our boy, uh, for, again, for fans of Monster My Podcast, the spectator. I love the spectator so much. The, the unit that can create food and water for up to 12 people uh, <laughs> once per day, the party orb. Yeah, the original party boy. <laughs> Yeah, the party boy, the, the the pony keg, what floats like a man. <laughs> yeah, that you, you can you can just have as your party companion. And you rent out a spectator, and he just creates libations and tells jokes and keeps people out of the bedroom. Yep, which is what you want at a party. Yep, you know. Or uh, I need you to protect this pontoon boat and make sure that the keg never runs out. Yeah, and and he got I. He salutes with all of his eyes on one side. You know, I, 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 I. Um, um, so so yeah, he's, he's, he's the best written NPC in the game uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's not really like, you know, he doesn't speak villainously like a, like a beholder would. You know, these are neutral boys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's very, it's a living, you know, to the point where like, yeah. I, I can't believe like I, I've been sitting here with no food or water next to these imps in a mad fish king. Is this hell? <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's he's very matter of fact. And there's this great like you can just do a lot of shtick. Yeah. With this guy. There's a great thing where you're like cuz you want to get inside the uh the chest that he's guarding and you can say uh you know, "Hey, can I like I really got to get in there." And he's like, well, "You don't even know what it is." And you're like, "No, I mean, I, yeah, I think, you know, and he's like, "Listen, just because a beholder's guarding it doesn't mean it's good." <laughs> like, everybody comes and says, "A beholder's says, yeah. watching that, so I might got to yeah. have it." It must be awesome, but maybe it's not. Like he's he's just he's, he's really great. Yeah. Um. The uh, and eventually you convince him to let you look at it. Uh huh. And then once you uh once you see what's in it, uh, then he doesn't care. Right. Well, he just kind of you get him in a technicality. You're like, okay, are you guarding the chest or are you guarding what's in it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he says, yep. I'm not really sure because when the when the drow wizard summoned me, he was being impaled by a spear, and all he shouted was, "My chest." It could go yeah. either way. <laughs> it could go either way. 
<laughs> so you convince him, you know, essentially like that you, you can have the thing inside the chest. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, there's nothing in there. I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> you know, nobody wants me to guard an empty chest. That's dumb. Um, I'm out of here. It's super good. Yeah. Um, he, he is, he's real great. I think him and the, uh, the eyeless, the cult of the eyeless. Mm-hmm. Who are you know real at the living as well? Yeah, um, I think those guys are really good. <laughs> like this, this guy's phenomenal. Um, so he takes off. You can you can take uh, talk to the prince. Um, he offers you a fake heart. Um, this is foreshadowing for something that's going to happen in the underdark as well. Yeah. Um, and he's a monster. Um, and what I do is present the uh, the fake heart to the king. Um, the prince comes in and ambushes them. And then in the the I kill the 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 king. The prince gives me the key. To the uh, to the treasury and the magic rope, which is the thing you need to get into the underdark, and then I kill the prince. Right. Um, so yeah. Regardless of how you resolve this, you can get a hold of the magic rope that will get you down there. Yep. And you get another. Um, you get a part of the wave blade. You can complete the wave blade now, which is a legendary halberd. Mm-hmm. It's like extremely good. I think it has like plus ten or plus twenty water damage. It's like super um, good against it. elementals. I understand. Yeah. Like it is, yeah, it, it is necessary for throwing a ball. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's a super good item. You get another, I think you get another piece of a legendary thing here as well. Yeah. Or you know, there's a spear you can get that has a plus ten bonus. Yeah, just as plus ten. It's not plus ten to hit, but plus has ten damage. Yeah, it's just like, like plus really, ten really piercing great. damage. You, you get that off of the king. That ended up being Jahira's weapon for the rest of the yeah. game for me. Super good. Yeah. So it's worth doing this little little side thing. Um, then you take this magic rope. You go into the underdark, um, and as we're going to the underdark, we get a cutscene. Yes. Um, so, uh, Irenicus, he's being real deferential in front of this drow matron who he is working with. Um, and in turn, he kills these two prisoners who call him Jonah Leth. So, yeah, but, and they're like, what is going on, Jonah Leth? Like, what yeah. are you doing? You know, repent. And he kills them before they can say anything. Right, right. And the matron's no fool. Like, she raises an eyebrow at this, but he covers over it. Right. Um, and now you're in the Underdark. God, I um, love the Underdark so much. It's really good. Yeah. It's extremely good. Like, this is a really awesome section of this game. Yeah. Um, Ari is not happy no. about this. This is where she flips out and she, uh, you know, says, this is essentially hell for my people. Mm-hmm. You dragged me into hell. What are you doing? And I say, <laughs> oh, my sweet. You just wait. The, uh, because it'll, but uh, you had to convince her to, like, stay strong. But if you yeah. don't, if you are hard with her, she will um, continue to freak out. Huh. Uh, about this, which is kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, I have Viconia with me, and she was like, okay, well, I can provide some guidance, but I am in an extreme danger here as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it, just because I'm drow doesn't mean, A, the wildlife and the other people here are going to be crazy about me. And also, like, houses kill each other. And also, yep. I have, you know, you, you know over the course of this romance that I have forsaken Lolth, and she does not tend to take that very well. So. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. The, the stakes are pretty high here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> but luckily they give you a merchant because you are carrying around a thousand pieces of treasure and stuff to sell. Yes. Uh, and I think they just know, like, okay, the, the, the party has their bladder full of treasure. <laughs> yes. So um, I also love – so you, you the, the primary people that you meet out in this underdark overworld – underworld? Mm-hmm. 
starring Kate Beckinsale. Um, so you meet some Dwergar and you meet some Swerf Neblin, both of whom are very solid bros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. before you get disguised as, as Drow, they're like more than willing to like work with you. Well, and when you get disguised as Drow, they're scared of you. Yes. Like it's not, it's not particularly like it doesn't feel good. But when you're not disguised as the drow, like they're just like, no, you know, we we get it. We have to make a living the same. You know, they're good. They're good folk. Yeah. You know, um, she so talked to these Duergar. Um, the big thing you want to do, you know, they mentioned like you say, hey, I'm looking for some strangers. They're like, yeah, well, there's a couple strangers who are in the drow city. Yes. Um, showing you what you need to do. And the big thing you want to do is buy a scroll of freedom Yeah. Uh, from these guys because it's going to be useful for a quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, on your way, just kind of moving forward, you run into your first drow battle and drow battle, you know, drow are different. Like they are a different classification of creature in this and they mm-hmm. require different tactics. Yes. And what's really interesting about drow in Baldur's Gate 2 is the way they make them tough is by upping their AI. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just really smart fighters. They don't have capabilities outside of just the kind of D and D fighters that you fought before. Right. You know, but they, they travel in well-balanced parties. They cast spells really intelligently. They summon. Mm-hmm. Um, they will heal each other. They have they extremely will, good gear. They have really, really good gear. Like the best gear in the game. Yeah. Um, they have so they have the best armor. Like, um, which you can take and you can only wear when you're in the underdark. But like mm-hmm. underdark, you know, or drow full plate plus five. Mm-hmm. You know, is what is their standard kit. Yes. You know they have so they're extremely hard to hit. But mostly it's all in their AI. Like they just cast spells really well. Yeah. Um, so it's the first time you're fighting like a D and D party that is AI specs to be as good as yours. Mm-hmm. And that's the standard drow fight in this. Yes. And what's, um, which we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> what's very funny is when you end up being disguised as drow, uh, you end up fighting an adventure party that has worked its way into the underdark and it, it works very similarly to fighting. Drow. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really great. Like, I, I love that, you know, you get, you get mistaken Yeah. for that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so you can you head up to this uh, this this villi- this deep gnome village um, as on your way, and you can talk to their leader, a uh, Goldander, and uh, he says he can help you get into the the Drow City. Um, you have to help us out though. Mm-hmm. Um, we dug too deep in the village, and uh, we woke up something that is from from the deep that's not in this world. Right. She so has to go slay this demon for us. Yeah. Um. I don't think it's a Balor. Oh yeah, it's a Balor. Uh, yeah. they, they end up having to fight. This sucks. Um, I, I wasn't ready to fight uh something this extra planner. Uh, hmm. at this point, the the center being pretty dif- pretty difficult for me. I, I don't remember uh, having too hard of a problem with it, but I also, you know, I was specced for for fighting plus like big plus things. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think the big thing with uh, the Balor is I think it requires plus four weapons. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the stuff that would have been very difficult for me was mitigated by getting the Holy Avenger. Okay, yeah. So, like, having a paladin with a plus five sword, like, right off the bat, made it, like, just a big difference. Yeah. Like, later when I had the Crom Fair, it was fine. But, like, Mm -hmm. the only weapon that I had that that hit as a plus four or above, I believe, was the Maze of Disruption. Even though it's a plus two, it acts like a plus five. And, you know, no no matter who I gave it to, the Balor would just kind of chew through them, whether it was Viconia or Corgan. It's just, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough when only one of your characters can do any DPS. Yeah. You know, so yeah, the rest of your characters have to be committed to like keeping that character alive and keeping that character buffed up. Yeah. Or just serving as like meat shields. This was another section two where I think summons served me really well. Mm-hmm. Like if I sent in, at this point, all of my characters had a once per day summon item. Okay. So I could summon an alternate party. Nice. Like every, you know, Minsk was replaced by um, a Valor helmet, like a simulacrum <laughs> of Minsk. And then I had an Afrit. And Moondog leading things, 
and a flesh Who? golem and Moondog. Okay. Uh, Moondog. Um, and so I just had this group of six summons I sent in as a matter of course. Yeah. When I, as like my alternate party. So having the, the Baylor chew on those while Keldorn just hit him from behind with a, you know, the Holy Avenger is what kind of took care of this for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do love when demons pop into the world in Baldur's Gate too, because they uh, the, that the gate, gate yeah the, 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 the gate is a skele- is a, it's a skeleton wheel. Yeah, and you can at this point I can cast gate as well. I think yeah. I um, Anaman has a seventh level spell at this point, so you can cast protection from evil on your whole party, which yeah, will cause yeah. demons to ignore them, mm-hmm. and then gate in a demon to, nice. to fight your enemies because g- demons fight everything; they're hostile to everything. Yeah, I never, um, I never fucked with that. Like, if if a, if a spell said and it will turn on your party, I was like, nah. There, there are other things I can summon. <laughs> like, I can bring in a wyvern; it's fine. Well, eventually, you can bring in like a good uh, a celestial. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that won't turn on your party, but being able to gate in a demon was pretty, uh, pretty key for a couple of fights in the Underdark, mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. Um, um, the reason we're helping, uh, these Spurf Neblin, you know, A, they seem fine, uh, but they know how to get us into the Drow City, you know, to find, to yep. find these people. He needs to hook us up with Adalon, uh, this kind yep. of person who is, um, who can assure a safe passage into Usnafa. Yep. Um, so you kill the demon, um, you get this light gem that'll allow you to talk to Adalon. When you go and talk to Adalon, you see that Ad- Adalon is a silver dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's pissed. Um, so she has <laughs> her, angry. her kind of like her charge is to guard the surface here. Like she is supposed to be the, the wall that stops the drow from invading the surface. Right. Here. Uh, because and, this is like Usnatha is the first outpost. Like this is we're right around where the drow or the tribe that eventually became the drow fled the surface. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so and up until this point, she's been successful at that. Like she has the magic and the, the ability to do that. But uh, since Ironicus showed up, um, they they stole one of her eggs and have been holding it hostage. Right. So the drow are on this, this campaign to expand. She can't leave her lair because if they see her, they'll kill the egg. Mm-hmm. So she says, hey, remove this bargaining chip. Get yeah. my egg. I'm going to disguise you as drow. Go undercover as drow, which is like – I don't – if you're listening to this and that doesn't sound cool to you, I don't <laughs> know you. Like I don't understand you how you're past gaming the- – <laughs> What are your gaming values? I don't know. Riddle me this. If, yeah. you, if you don't think that sounds cool as hell, like if, if you can get past the fact that it's kind of blackface, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's no, it is, yeah. but it's it's fantasy, yeah, fantasy yeah. blackface. No, like it's... the drow are, are are troublesome. There's like a couple like there's a part because they're this intense matriarchy. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a thing that, like depending on the gender of your character, where you can get sexually taken advantage of and have to like talk your way out of it that's a little yeah. like spooky but yeah you know that's, that's drow yeah you know no but like, like if, they're, they're, <laughs> if yeah. you if you have any affection for forgot forgotten realms it's probably from reading the drizzt books like mm-hmm. if, if you are all about the underdark and like super into like the evil drow society like fuck yeah let me get in there and see how that works <laughs> Would, well, you know? and just it's a, it does it's so cool for the pacing of Baldur's gate 2 to mm-hmm. have this like large side quest heavy section then we have a story block, and now we have this, like, social section. Like, you're going to be fighting during this. Yeah. But having to maintain this facade yep. um, is something you have to do, like, actively. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, not as to... simple as it seems. Like, you can't just be, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, people people will turn on you. Like, I reloaded more in this section of the game than any other time yeah. because of accidentally, like, sometimes tipping my hand through dialogue, mm-hmm. generally through uh, – and this this makes sense in story. This was a game concern, but it actually makes sense in the story. One of my summons or one of my characters is getting a little stab happy and attacking somebody they shouldn't have. Oh. You know? 
So like um, one of the things that I have that Afrit, that Afrit summon that I mentioned, um, he will cast fireballs. And if a fireball catches like a, a high-ranking drow mm-hmm. in it, that blows your cover. Oh, yeah. And okay. So he goes on lockdown and it doesn't end the game, but you have to kill the entire city. Right. To, uh, to get out there. So I just kept having to like be re- – I was like, okay, I can't summon uh, during <laughs> this. Um, and that actually made sense in a story sense. Yeah. Like I have to maintain closer control than this. I can't actually just bring in this mercurial creature. Mm-hmm. At this point, I can't risk it. I have to be in total control. Like yeah. it's just cool. Like it is It is a cool segment and cool things happen during it. <laughs> so that's the idea. You get disguised as Drow. Um, she says uh, – say you come from this uh, place called Ched Nasad. It's far enough away that no one will know. Right. And also, uh, I intercepted some other drow who were supposed to be here from Chad Nassad, oh, yeah, so yeah. they're expecting you. You get to be, you get to be Chad Nassad. Yes. From, from Chad Nassad. Yeah. Um, there's another, there's also a quest you can do while you're in the over underworld. Yeah. Um, which you mentioned, one of the Dugar uh, that we talked to, the merchants, mentions that there's a powerful wizard who is in prison nearby. So you grab that scroll of freedom and cast that, and that releases this guy named Vithal. Yes. Um, he was here. He's a, he's a mage. He was researching these thin spots, by which he means portals. Like, I don't <laughs> understand. Uh, but he found this thin spot. He's trying to uh, uh, use his magic to jump dimensions and find these awesome mage treasures. We have like you to... Can- Good. To be charitable, you can say that they built the portals around the thin spots. Okay, yeah. Places where the dimensions, you know, it didn't, it didn't happen. You know, they're just portals, and they're like, this door is a place that allows passage between rooms. <laughs> it, 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 it is a permeable membrane between the hallway yeah, and the bathroom, the realms of hallway and the, you know, but but it, it's a, you know, the idea being, I think that they built the portals around. Yeah, yeah. The thin spots. <laughs> essentially, you have to go and guard him from greater elementals. Right. Right. Um, and at the end, you know, I, I was not very happy with the reward he gave me and I was kind of rolling a little bit evil. I killed him and I got some amazing spells for it. Yep. Yeah. Whale of the Banshee, Time, time Stop, Incendiary Cloud. Yep. Real badass stuff. Yeah. That, that you're going to want. Um, there's also a side quest here where there is a device that has, uh, beings being trapped in different facets of it. Okay. You can free, um, that is like in the middle of the map. A little bit above the mycanoids. Is that what that was? I can yeah. I can never interact with it, right? Um, you had to be you just have to be close enough to it. But okay. there are like six little facets of it, and they release um warriors from like across time and space <laughs> for you to fight. It's similar to the thing we've done, but the thing that's kind of neat is you run into um you free the mayor of the deep gnome village, uh, his hmm. son. Okay, from it, and uh, it's kind of neat because you, you've been fighting everybody. He's the only non-hostile one that pops out. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Um, just kind of a neat little uh, side thing here. Yeah. Um, what we ultimately want to do is go into Asnatha, uh, where the bulk of the Underdark stuff happens. Right. So we're greeted at the gates. Viconia does the talking. I imagine if you don't have Viconia, you have to kind of fumble your way through it. Yeah. 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 And you get you get choices here and stuff, and you just have to remember what society you're dealing with. Right. Here. Um, when you get in, you meet your main guy here, uh, Solafine. Mm-hmm. And uh, Solafine is an interesting character in this and turns out to be kind of a solid bro. Yes. Um, he is at the Male Fighter Society. Right. Um, if any, is there is there anybody who's listening who doesn't understand how Drow Society works? Oh, I bet you there's lots of people who are listening who don't understand how Drow, drow Society work. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so we should mention a little bit. Like, it, it's it's a matriarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's like an evil, evil society, like survival of the fittest. Yeah. Um, like you walk in and people are beating their slaves and they're like, you know, the, the, the turn people into half spiders if they displease them, et cetera. Yeah. I turn into driders. Um, it's like this evil race of spider worshipers 
that the kind of twist on them is they are matriarchal, so women have all the power yes. um, there, and uh, men can only raise in ranks through, like, swordsmanship or through fucking. Right. Which is a, a weird bark that one of the innkeeper guys says. <laughs> the guy at the end who says that, he's like, the only way to rise in the ranks is through the sword or through the bed or something like that. It's just, you know, uh, pretty extra. Yeah. But yeah. that's pretty much them. Right. Um, and they live underground. They were separated from the elves a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And they're like just bad news. Yeah. There, there are tons of cities of them. They're they're hugely populous. And uh, just the fact that, you know, we keep them at bay, but it's just like this menace that's underground. Yes. Like they, they're like probably like one of their rituals to, you know, for like to ascend to maturity is to like go out in a hunting party to the surface and kill somebody. Yeah. Um, and all of them, uh, most of them anyway, at least the power structure is centered around these houses that worship the spider goddess Lolf. Um, yes. Like a lot of Forgotten Realms deities, she is just a regular person who ascended um, mm-hmm. into the Pantheon, and she has this real stranglehold over the major cities, although there are kind of apostates, and there are like alternate uh, goddesses, such as the the, the silver-haired goddess, uh, and then the the god of slime. Yeah, the slime boy. Yeah, we, slime run boy. Little, yeah. we run into a little, we run into some slime boys, uh, little friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 he's a, like, he, like, he gives, gives you shit, but in general, he has this thing that a lot of Mildrow have, which is they chafe under the fact that the, 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 that they are so heavily controlled and ultimately well, they're treated like shit. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's, it's not, it's, it doesn't come from misogyny. That he no, like that. no. Like he's just constantly treated like shit. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So he ultimately ends up being on the side for good, even if it is not really explicit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to where our first task is to kind of get our other handler. Right. Here. Um, our task is just like, you know, we had to prove that you uh, OK, we, we don't necessarily buy initially that you're from Chad Nassad. Um, you had to prove yourself. Right. Um, so uh, to prove yourself, you had to recover the handmaiden's daughter, this kind of priestess from a, some of the devourers. Um, this is a weird or rare intelligence check no. in the game because he can say like, and then he says, what do you know what I mean by devourers? And you can say, you know, mind flayers or illithids, or you can be like the rust of rust eaters, you know, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And he respects you. And getting a respect meter with this guy actually makes a difference. Right. Um, treating him well and and being good by this guy will open up options in the end game of of the Underdark. Yes. For you. Yeah. So you know, uh, this also introduces something that is really big about Usnatha: uh, time limits. Yeah. The Drow yep. are incredibly punctual. <laughs> They're the most punctual race in the Forgotten Realms, actually. Um, so he says, like, hey, you have uh, – you have to get this, and he'll – they'll be very explicit about it. They'll say, like, you have one day, you have three days. Yeah. Um, where this most impacts you is resting. Yeah. Because if you have it set up to rest until heal, um, that could take a long time. Take so you just have to be very hours. mindful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're going to rest for 16 hours, and all of a sudden you have eight hours of in-game time to do this thing. She has to be very intentional and create lots of saves. Yes. Uh, during this section. Yeah. So you have to go with him, meet him down at the, by the gates of the Illithid city, um, mm-hmm. and he casts a spell to draw this party out of the uh, out of the astral realm. And you, have, you yep. end up having to fight a bunch of these Illithids, which are difficult because if they get latched yeah. onto somebody's noggin, they'll uh, uh, they, they they die. Yes. Like they, they can they can suck out your brain and they can drain your intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's another class of like just kind of difficult prestige monster in this game. Yeah, um, they're a little less finicky than some of the other prestige monsters because you don't have to do very much other than be quick yeah like they're they're extremely deadly and very fast at killing you and they have instant kill things so if you can't make somebody immune to brain suck 
Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to kill them as fast as you possibly can. <laughs> Here, and we're, we're this plus one snapback of brain protection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the uh, um, and they they roll with Umber Hulks, and the reason why they roll with Umber Hulks is Umber Hulks are tanks, and they confuse you. They're trying to slow you down and occupy you so they can eat your brains. Yes, uh, is the way they work. So it's meaningful that you have this like kind of beginner fight with these things because you're going to, if you know, if you're being a completionist or if you choose to, there's a major dungeon of these you can fight. Yes, uh, through, and they want to give you some experience fighting them. Right. Um, the next task, uh, uh well, you rescue your yeah, other handler here. Yeah, you do. So uh-huh. <laughs> she doesn't even thank you, uh, with part yep. of the course. This is, this is fairy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and she is, uh, you know, so you're going to kind of be, these two people are going to give you tasks and kind of spar. Right. For this whole time. Um, uh, you have to go to the, the tavern. Uh, when you go to the tavern, this is, there's a, there's a great moment. Um, he tells a story that is like a shaggy dog, uh, joke <laughs> thing. Um, about these people who um, like found this throne and they were uh, maintaining it and and holding it and stuff. And Jan, who I had in my party, who has been telling these stories for the entire game, immediately cuts him off and says the punchline. <laughs> like he starts going into, he's just like, you know, there's this family and they have this grass hut and they have this throne. And Jan just immediately says, oh, don't still don't stow thrones in grass houses. <laughs> and the guy is so defeated at having the joke taken away from him. And it is such a good Jan moment. It's very funny. <laughs> that is very good. Is, is the joke teller still carted away? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, good. I think, I think that, yeah, I think he, he is not at this point. And somebody else uh, does get carted away. If I recall. Yeah. I think that's... they still are trying to show you that. Um, yeah. Well, I mean like, so he, <laughs> the, the storyteller, uh, he's couched this in telling you a story about like the foundational drow society. Like, Oh yeah, we came down and we were still making a house out of grass. And then ultimately it turns out to be a joke. Ha ha. Like he is sent away into the pit of pain for, <laughs> for, pro, yeah. for profaning, uh, drow history like that. Yeah. Jokes so, are not allowed. Yeah. No jokes. Uh, (laughs) uh, There's other cool stuff happening here. So I didn't do an awful lot of like the um, gladiator combat or the duels, but Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed um, and not not enjoyed. I I was fascinated by the concept of the explosion glyph and like Mm. you understand the the role that surface slaves have in the society for fun. You can pay to press a button that casts an explosion glyph where a slave is standing and blow them up. And there's such a commodity that if you do blow up somebody else's slave, you just have to pay for it. Yes. Like um, I, I did uh, all this stuff. Like I did the the, the gladiatorial combat, and there's there's basically two different kinds. There's um, one on one combat, um, and then there is party combat versus monsters. Right. And uh, it's just a progressively difficult difficult monsters. The way to cheese the uh, the one on one combat is summons will stay in the arena between fights. Nice. So I just had Minsk do the first one and had him summon a simulacrum, and then I had anybody do the next one, and they had a simulacrum with them. Nice. <laughs> so um, you just get money and, uh, and money for those and experience. There's no reason to do them other than that. Right. But there are, like, a couple little, like, weird uh, things with that slave thing. There are little miniature quests. Like, um, did you run into the djinn? Uh, yeah, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, I didn't know how to help him. He's a, so they're they're torturing a djinn where these guys these drow are hanging around where half of them are hitting this djinn with spells and the other half are healing him yeah yeah uh, just for evil and you can kill the djinn um you have to force attack it and if you do the person because it's so a matter of course they say like hey that was my slave like you fucked up and you can try to bluff and say like well I was just participating I was just trying to hurt him oh yeah and they're like 
yeah, we've been doing this for days and we've been able to ride the line. Like <laughs> you're either lying to me or you're an idiot and both of those things need to be punished. Right. So you have to buy the gin mm. off of her. Um, but it, it's just like a way to get experience and put a creature out of its misery. Yeah. You no. Know? Um, you can also, did you, uh, did you buy the slaves? Did you yes. buy the slave? Party? Yes, I did. Uh, I've, I've got all these, uh, side quests listed down here oh, below, okay. but we can, gotcha. uh, we can, we can talk about those. Yeah, uh, I did. Um, after I talked to the, you know, to the, the house matron I ended up working with, like I bought them and I armed them and I said, Hey, run for the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. at, like at this point, my, I think my, my reputation had dropped down to like four points. Yeah, that's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. I think from siding with Bodhi. So I was looking for anything I could to raise my reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, um the Aboleth is great. Oh yeah. The Aboleth. <laughs> we'll talk about the Aboleth in a minute. That's really, really good. Um, so you talked to, in the end, you talked to, to Fairy. Uh, she says like, you're going to work for my house, House Despana. Um, but I've got you get some time. Go check out the city, and this is where they want you to go and do all the stuff, like go fight in the arena, go for your gin, do all that shit. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. You know? um, yeah. Yeah. So you know, just you go around. It's a fairly big city. Over in one far corner, you can find a drow spelljammer who just gotten back yep. from from Crin Space. Yep, Crin Space. <laughs> um, you know, let, let Spelljammer have its tiny little cameo. <laughs> yes, I do have yuck in the uh, in, yeah. in the notes. I, did, I mean, it's dumb, but if they're going to pull everything in, yeah, you may as well pull it as in, I guess. Is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. This is where this is where you can buy those slaves. Uh, this is where you do the Aboleth. I love this because you get you get hailed by a Dwergar saying like, hey, my master needs needs to talk to you. Can you just can you just get near the tank? Um, in this tank is a, a gigantic fish thing. It's an aboleth. He's you know crawled crawled through your mind, figured out that you're an imposter. He wants you to go, he wants you to go kill a priestess and bring back her brain for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like I'm I'm gonna check it. I need to find out what she knows. And you're like I can't kill a brow, drow priestess and drag her through town, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, no, you don't have to drag her. Just her brain. Yeah, like drag her brain. I will read what I need from it. <laughs> so you can either do this or you can say, no, you're an ambassador and you're trying to get me to commit a crime against your hosts. Um, we're, we're at this uneasy piece here because you, you could rat me out, but I could also rat you out. Yeah. And then <laughs> he just kind of shrinks away from that. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, either way you do it, but I love that. Like that's a hidden option. If you just kind of, cause the first thing you say you don't elaborate the first time. You just have to say no. Yeah. It's like a really simple thing. And if you do that, you think maybe he's going to expose you or it's going to be <laughs> shunt you on to something else. But then you actually elaborate your reasoning. Yeah. So. Very good. Super great. Hmm. Um, next thing that they want you to do when you talk to Fairy is there's a spell jamming uh, beholder who's in the city who's smuggling uh, adamantine. Uh, see, that's how they make their armor. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to just go kill this beholder. Uh, once you do, though, they say, like, you know, save it, save its eye stock. Right. You know, take it back to the lab. Um, this is foreshadowing for later. Yeah. There's some real, uh, there's some hinky stuff going on that's not all being explained to you. Yeah. Is, yep. it, is it normal for a cat to just fall off your lap all the time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they roll around. They don't uh, they don't have good, like, balance. Yeah. It seems like they would, but they, they don't. Yeah. No. Just, uh, I've, I've had Greta in the room with me this entire time. This 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 will stay in. She could just screw. She insists on being up on my leg, and then she just blisses out and then just falls off of my lap. Yeah. I want to make yeah, they, sure there's nothing kind of wrong melt. with her. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> my, they my, just melt. My, my sweet girl has a brain tumor. No. No. No, no, no. Too early for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you kill this beholder, um, potentially maybe the first beholder you fought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Depending if you didn't do the, um, yeah. you know, 
the 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 unseeing eye quest. Yeah. So you know, kind of a big deal. But we we talked about beholder fights, and this is just one of them, so it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, um, the other official task they need to do is go to these deep gnomes because they have not been sufficiently frightened of the drow recently. Yeah. Um, and they they send uh, send your boy. Uh, you know, Sulafin. Do they say his name? No. You you say, you pronounce it away, and I pronounce it away. But it's yeah, S O L A U F E I N. Yeah, I, I, so I say Solafine. Like, yeah, like, sure. like I think you said Fien last time. Maybe Solafine. I, 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 I was well, saying Solafine. When when when, when, but, when I'm uncertain, I just say it a bunch of different ways. So maybe yeah, one of them will be right. It's something like that. I don't no. think they say it out loud. Yeah. But Solafine is supposed to come with you, and uh, you have to, if you don't want to just kill a bunch of deep gnomes, and, like, your party has a problem with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you have to convince Solafine, like, listen, buddy, you take a day off. Like, I'll take care of this. Yeah, and if you're, and then, if his respect for you is high enough, he'll do this. Like, he'll just say, like, yep. yeah, I trust you for it. Yep, and the, the way you pump that respect up is in dialogue options. Right. Like, being sympathetic to him, you know, not, uh, you know, being tough to him. You know, presenting as tough but not being cruel, right, right, is what he respects. Yeah. Um. So you you you, can, you take the deep gnome's helmet as a symbol, and then you uh you send them on their way. Um. When you talk to fairy next time, she's like, "Listen, you got to kill Solafine." Right. Um. We were once lovers. Uh. He's got to go. Bring mm. back his uh, his magic cloak. Right. Um, um. So you can go and talk to Sol- Solafine and get a get get a different uh kind of side of this and like, hey, well. Are, you you could just go and kill him if you're just trying to yeah. play it straight, or you can say you can warn him and say, yeah, like I'm I'm here for this, and he gives more of this more of this history. Yeah, they they used to be lovers, but um, a handmaiden noticed this, and it was not necessarily good for the order of Loth. So fairy was tortured until all that was left was her ambition. Yeah. Um. So you say and like there's huge consequences to killing him if you decide to do it because. It cuts off a pretty major way that this whole series of quests can end. Yeah. So like Baldur's Gate doesn't trap you. Like there's you know, you're gonna find a way forward, but if you wanna be good or if you wanna have all the options available to you, you need to keep this guy alive. Yeah. Like there's no way to get the Dragon Age to add a, <laughs> the dra- the copy of Dragon Age, the Dragon yeah. Egg to Adalon, uh if Solifan is not alive. Yeah. 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 I mean there's a way to get the egg to uh to her. There's not a way to like do it without killing everybody in the drow city. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so like we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it, but there's a lot of different ways that can, can roll out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so I told him, Hey, I don't want to kill you. You seem fine. Um, give me your cloak and you need to make yourself scarce. And so yep. he decides to go off and be with the other followers of Elastray, Lady Silverhair, um, who is kind of the exact opposite of Wolf. Um, she so takes the cloak back to fairy, and fairy's like, "All right, uh, you look like a snack." Uh, this is if you're if you're a man, um, does this? If you're a lady, this doesn't happen, right? Um, and says like, "Hey, you look like a snack. Let's have sex." And uh, if you have a romance with somebody, this will not go well. No, they do um, not like it. So to get out of it, you have to. This is another intelligence check. <laughs> um, you have to either say uh, lie and say you can lie and say that you don't swing that way, or you can lie with a certain amount of intelligence, or you can lie and say you're impotent. Yes, <laughs> and you phrase it as a, a, a curse. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I bear this curse, etc. It's like um, a noodle. <laughs> the spirit is willing, but the flesh is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, can't cannot stand to attention. So lol, yep. ed joke. Um, yep. and yeah, she's frustrated, but it takes you on to the next part of the quest. 
Yeah. Which brings you right into the service of Mother Argulus. Yep. You're actually introduced to the the big mover and shaker. And you find out a little bit what she's doing. She's performing some kind of summoning ritual. And uh, she needs to gather blood from one of the noble races um, of the nearby. Right. They have to do this ritual. They tried to do it with the beholder, but it was not a, a high enough rank beholder. Right. They needed something from an elder orb. Yep. Um, so this is a, a branching path. Ultimately, you're going to want to do all these things. But again, you have three days because under dark. Yeah. So you probably don't have time to do all three. You're probably going to pick one, finish up the drow city, and then do the other two. The nice part is the entrances to the other cities and layers are just out in the overworld underworld. Um, mm-hmm. So, you you know, like you just do one as part of this quest and then go clean up the others. Yep. Yeah. The trickiest part is that there's a couple side quests in the city. There's a, a lich side quest thing, which we'll talk about later, that you need to do during this time. Yes. You, it's not open to you before you meet Mother Argelis, so you have to do it in yeah. one of these dungeons. Yeah, and some of your time is already chewed up by the by this priestess who presses you into service to kill some of these worshippers of Gondahar, these uh, cultists, yeah. slime cultists. Yep. The weird, the odd man out yeah. when it comes to drow gods, for sure. Um, so there's three, there's three different neighbor races. Um, the easiest one by far is the Koatoa city, mm-hmm. Koatoa city, um, which is ruled over by an insane, uh, Koatoa prince. These are um, like, uh, race... like, like underdark fishmen, like yep. Sagan kind of, kind of dealies. Yeah. Not too different. Yeah. Um, there's no story here. You just go through and kill. It's a big combat dungeon. Um, with the weird thing is they built their thing up around a, uh, a statue to the Demogorgon. Right. Uh, foreshadowing <laughs> and ask for a sacrifice if you uh summon an animal there and send that to the altar um you fight these five demon knights who are really fucking tough this is a, this is a really difficult fight i was only able to accomplish it by like separating them like i yeah, sent one too. person in to do to do the summoning and the placement and then just like got them one by one me too you know and just and just kind of like trickled them out yeah because they're extremely tough but you do this to get a piece of the crom fear right uh which is the you know, arguably, like, at least tied with the best weapon in the game, if not the best weapon in the game. Yeah. Just, like, um, plus five legendary Warhammer. Yep, that sets your strength to 25, yeah. which is the actual, like, the, the crazy thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, gives you the highest strength that's conceivable right. in D&D. Um, so this is enough to kind of finish that quest, but we'll talk about the other dungeons real quick. Because mm-hmm. you can do any of them in any order, but typically yeah. you're going to want to do one and then go back. Right. Uh, I was disappointed in the Beholder City, Gary. Yeah, there's not, if you hadn't already seen it. Like, or, you know, it might be cool. Yeah, well, I did the Cult of the Unseeing Eye stuff, so, like, I already saw, like, the crazy bio hallways and stuff. Like, it's like almost this, exactly the same. Yeah, this tile set is extremely similar. Yep. Um, which is which is kind of a bummer, but, like, literally the first Beholder you run into will do. Yeah. You can fight the first Beholder, grab his eye stock, <laughs> and just leave. Yeah. And there's, like, there's some good stuff, I forget specifically, but, like... I don't know. There was a, there was a plus four sling that was really good for my wizard in here. Stuff like that. Essentially, I mean, you were you were gathering strength and gathering treasure. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's kind of what you're doing here. So, like, yes, it's worth doing, but it's not uh, not particularly a great uh, you know dungeon right. or anything. Of these three, like the Ko- the Kotoa city is not also is also not very good. Right. Um. The real the real meat is the the Illithid city. Right. Um. Oh. Because right away when you step in, you're captured. Because the Illithid have their shit together. They've got their yeah. racket. <laughs> so you're stunned and you wake up in a cell and you've got an ogre who says, like, yeah, we're, you know, we, we, we capture people to fight for the Illithid's amusement, uh, yep. until they are deemed, you know, 
too boring to fight and then we yep. will eat their brains. Yep. Um, so, uh, you, after you do a fight, um, and after that fight, uh, your cellmates like next to you are some gifts. Um, they were also taken prisoner <laughs> and we know these gifts. Yep. This is what happened to the gift that ambushed your ship. <laughs> right. Like, so you got knocked down in the Sagan city. They went directly to the underdark and were captured by these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, still, and they're, they're ancient enemies. This is a real bad thing for them. Yes. And they say, like, listen, you have our silver sword. We hate you. <laughs> um, however, we're not going to get out unless we team up. Right. So we can use our psychic powers to kind of stop the mind flayers from, you know, controlling you for a moment just for you to escape. And then you have to help us escape. Right. So this introduces this kind of complicated dungeon that you go through. They uh, they do psychic combat with the mind flayers. You can leave. You kill the ogre. Um, and then you have to kind of move through here. And the trick is is that there are doors that are locked that only illithids can open. Right. <laughs> so you have to go into this room full of goo and create these items. There are these illithid like slave collars mm-hmm. um, that you can put on illithids to make them open doors for you. Yeah. Or some of those doors can just be opened by the slayer, but you have to turn into the slayer to yeah. to make that happen. All of the doors can be opened by the slayer, but and that's the you know you may not want to do that because of your reputation. One reason to do that is because these control circlets work outside of this dungeon. Yep. <laughs> it is a dire charm that cannot fail, but you just have to get close enough to an enemy to use it. Yeah. So if you want a lich on your side, like, <laughs> you can do that Yep. Uh, with these things. <laughs> I, um, I, I pretty with pretty badass. Yeah. Um, pretty good. But yeah, you like, you work your way in, like you find some illithid brine that you can drink that will give you some resistance to the, to, you know, to, to their attacks and you go and kill the elder brain. Yep. Uh, pretty badass. And also the most difficult thing I've done in the game up to this point. Yeah. It's tough. Yep. Like it's some, it summons a lot of illithids and, uh, the, the ulithids, the, mm-hmm. uh, the tough ones, the yeah. tough guys. Um, cool dungeon. Um, you take the elder brain, take any of these things, you go back to Asnatha. Right. Um, you return the blood and fairy calls you back to her quarters and she's like, listen, the matron's going to summon this powerful demon to wage war on the surface elves. However, she's a fool. I'm going to take over. This is how we do things. So instead of, and she's going to give these dragon eggs to the, the demon in exchange. Instead of that, why don't you swap out these fake eggs here? So she offers the demon a fake egg. The demon will kill her. I'll offer the real eggs and the demon will follow me. I'll be the leader. Right. Um, and you're like, well, shit, you know, okay. <laughs> and if you, if you've killed, uh, your boy at this point, you can still go swap out the real eggs for the fake eggs and then th- kill everybody mm-hmm. and get out. But at this point, the city's on lockdown. You know, once you have access to the eggs, you can't get out of the city without killing every drow inside it. Right. Um, so that is an option here, but if you don't want to do that, or if you left your boy alone, he appears and says, listen, you know, fairy is dangerous. I don't want her taking over. Here are some fake, fake eggs. <laughs> so give both of you take the real eggs and give everyone else fake eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you, you, you break in. I use the sanctuary trick to get inside and do the swapsies and then went to yep. fair, fair, fairy, uh, what the, what the sanct- explain what the sanctuary trick is. Oh, uh, like I know if, what it is, but just for if, if you just, if you have a priest cast, um, or a cleric cast sanctuary on themselves, basically nobody will notice or aggro on you. Um, and if you're quick, you can just have them run into a guarded place, put, put, put whatever she needs to put into there and then get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's a, it's like it's like stealth, but 
like better the, and more like just guaranteed to last and guaranteed in some ways it's, it's worse because you're not meant to like backstab out of it you're right. invisible you just can't be attacked right right you know yeah yeah i just i didn't want to fight a bunch of drow that was, was my thing. yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. well and if you fight them they, they raise the alert you mm-hmm. can't fight them right um so it's tricky i didn't uh did do the sanctuary thing i just ended up casting a lot of invisibilities mm, yeah like would do a thing cast invisibility do another thing that broke it cast invisibility yes. etc but Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you get to be present when uh the matron summons the demon like haha you don't realize uh like what, what kind of treachery is this blah, blah blah and you know destroys her fairy says aha i have the real egg here take this and at that point the demon just yeah, the, laughs the, yeah the de- the demon he's a big shitty grin <laughs> on his like, face like he's way into it he's way into this treachery <laughs> yep and, uh, you know, you betrayed her, the demon kills her. Mm-hmm. If you're evil, I don't know if you, if you do this, there's a cool thing you can do is offer the demon the eggs. Oh, yeah. Because you have the eggs and you're evil. And the demon's like, really? <laughs> uh, that's pretty great. And you can, uh, in exchange, you can either get like a very powerful item mm-hmm. or the demon can get you out of the Underdark. Yeah, yeah. Um, in exchange for the eggs. So they give just a lot of different ways of uh, finishing this thing. If you do it the good way uh, that we're talking about with the, the double switcheroo, you have a about 60 seconds to get out of the city yeah before everyone notices which is about how much time you need yeah like like, you do not have a lot of extra time you have time to like haste yourself and then get out of dodge yep and just get out of there because once the city and then the city is sealed up from you yeah um because it's in chaos and you cannot get in there anymore Hmm. uh but you have your eggs you take them to adelon and adelon will grant you passage to the exit which is and will teleport you there which is right at the exit of the uh, koatoa city Yes. And you can backtrack and kill things and do anything else you still want to do, um, but she puts you there. And if you're real evil, you can then go kill her and use her blood to make the uh, plus five flesh armor, the human skin armor that that Rajik was trying to make. Yep. Um, So so you're probably thinking, wait, we did all that drow stuff and really Irenicus didn't factor in. Um, Irenicus like incited these drow to wage this campaign on the surface elves again, thinking, okay. Yeah, no, this is all still part of his plan, and we still mm-hmm. kind of helped out with it a little bit. Yep. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so a couple things you can do, uh, or there's one thing you can do that we haven't talked about. Right. Uh, that you can do while you're in the Underdark City, um, which is a character named Jarlaxle, which I, I assume <laughs> is from the books. Yeah, so into this. Jarlaxle's great. He's a, so he's a, a character in, like, the original, like, the, like, the origin trilogy, like, just, like, a super... Super crafty, you know, rogue type kind of guy. He eventually goes to the surface as well, and he is just this um, notorious mercenary, like a swashbuckler, kind of like clown prince kind of guy. Yeah, Jarlaxle is a huge character in Forgotten Realms, and to get to meet him, especially under this kind of like awesome double cross circumstance, I was like, fuck yeah, give me that Jarlaxle content. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know Jarlaxle, but I still thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you're you're walking along the pathways, and this merchant named Visage he you know hails you down and says like, "Hey, I've got this this item that a you know very famous drow once held. Uh, it's this golden rope that Jarlaxle made to fight against a, a lich. But there was this you know double switcheroo, and he got a fake rope, etc. But I've got the real one. I can sell it to you, um, and you can even just like go into this lich's house, Derex. You can go into his house." And, you know, get, get get whatever you want. Take that witch treasure, baby. I love how um, um, 
is a, is a city of its size and it has three or four liches in it. <laughs> and Usnatha is really pretty, comparatively pretty small, but it's, it's the right size to have one lich. Well, it's a little bit like House of like, Representatives, like roughly 750,000 exactly. people. Yeah. Yeah. One lich represents <laughs> one contingent of people. Like, liches are not like the Senate. <laughs> that, that's what, that's what Rajshakas are like. Yes. Like every, every zone gets one or two Rajshakas. Yes. But, you get liches according to your population. Yeah. The Rakshaska you know? Senate is a really, it's antiquated and uh, just anti-democratic. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the electoral college is the bane of <laughs> Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I would love a uh, house of representatives of liches. Oh yeah. House of, house of representatives of liches. Well, <laughs> so, there's, like, so there's still people, not liches. I mean, no, first no, off, no. it just, it's just, you know, or house of liches, house of lip, lich representatives. <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, obvious joke. What would be the difference? Am I right? Look at some of oh, these yeah. guys. Yeah. Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Mitch yeah. McConnell? Yeah, like, Lich McConnell. Please. Lich McConnell is definitely a thing. <laughs> like, he, he, he sacrificed his jaw. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. If you have it, it's a powerful cursed Vecna item. <laughs> yeah, just tell, tell me Steve King isn't a Lich. Come on. Yeah, Steve King is, is definitely a Lich. All, mm-hmm. racist, all racists are Liches. Mm, but not all Liches are racist. Yeah. No, some Liches are actually pretty good. And Liches are maybe too badass for racist yeah. all, all, all racists are are otogias <laughs> we're tugging uh, on their fucking dirt puds <laughs> like yanking on their dust chains gross. <laughs> get their gross dicks out of my face you shitty racist curtain poles yeah i don't care for it <laughs> i don't care for it at all yeah <laughs> so so you so you can buy this golden rope, um, and when you go in, uh, you know, Darax you know, attacks like, hey, you fool. Uh, turns out you have this rope. You're actually pulled into Jarlaxle's pocket dimension. Um, yep. <laughs> Visage is working with Jarlaxle. He's, he's his lieutenant as part of the Brig and Earth, uh, this uh, uh, mercenary band that Jarlaxle runs. Uh, he was testing my courage to see if I was dumb enough to go in and help him recover several gems that contain the souls of his mercenaries. Kind of a no, no, no man left behind kind of deal. Yep. And he pretty much blackmails you, similar to the uh, the the Abelath. Right. So he's like, no, I know your whole, your true identity. If you don't do this, um, I will expose you. Mm-hmm. Um, you get one day, and then you're already within a three day time limit for this. Right. Um, so you go back, you fight Derex, who's a tough lich. Um, you loot his tower. When you grab the gems, as soon as you grab the gems, Darlaxel pulls you back to his HQ, and he was lying. Uh, <laughs> he just wants the gems. Right. Yeah, they don't have so, any souls in them. They're just incredibly valuable. Turns out, um, one of the other houses here, not the house that you were working with, uh, had contracted Regendorf to do a job, but they shorted them on on payment. So you have gone and killed their lich and stole their priceless jewels in order to recoup the expense. And he and he's like, hey, I'm sorry about this, but check this out. They're not guarded right now. Right. So you can just go, go and go kill all house. of them and you know, loot, loot more. I was still on the and, time limit, so I didn't do it. But yeah, it's um, it's tough. It's yeah. like a tough fight with a lot of different uh, drow but you get a lot of like pretty good treasure from it so yeah yeah and that's all the stuff you can do in the drow city and you you are free to leave at this point mm-hmm. you know i didn't uh, this time around i usually kill all the dragons in the game this time around i didn't kill the silver dragon because i i didn't know whether i didn't feel like pausing the game and looking up if my paladin would leave you know if i did that seems like a thing that would happen yeah because you know, Adelon is good. Yeah. But I like. I wanted to see it just because I wanted to see what the white dragon fight was like. Because they have different breath weapons. Oh yeah. Well, you can and fight so. a white dragon. Yeah. Is that Adelon uh, or, or no? So, silver. 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 Okay. Dragon. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Not white. Whoops. 
Uh, but fight a silver dragon because it would have a different uh, – I think the, the way it looks in the, the game is white. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, there's no silver dragon that you can fight. At least in, there might be well, – there are more dragon fights than Throne of Ball, but I'm not far enough in it in Maybe. this replay to, yeah. to see what's happening. There's one more dragon fight that we have uh, on our on our docket. Right. Um, so uh, next episode, we will be uh, talking about uh, – kind of wrapping everything up. So yeah. we're going to talk about the rest of the story, um, which is actually pretty brief. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back to the city, um, we go to the land of elves, and we go to hell, <laughs> and we do all those things, and it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, we'll also be doing any kind of, if there's anything we missed, um, which I don't think there is, um, if you got a chance to, because I, I beat the game without doing this, I mentioned I missed the uh, limited wish adventure. I did it. Did you, did you get, okay, you can talk to me well, about the limited wish adventure. Yeah, yeah. And you, you also reminded me to do it, because you hadn't yeah. done it. So. Yeah, I just I just forgot about it. Like no. it's not a, you know, I didn't have limited wish before I came back to the city, and once I got back to the city, my eyes were kind of on the prize. Yeah, yeah. and I also thought I had done everything. I just mm-hmm. forgot a couple things. Yeah. So the next episode will also include listener responses. Uh, as you're yep. listening, we are uh, like you have like a day on the early feed to uh, get in your responses. If you're on the uh, regular feed, sorry, it's yeah, uh, yep. it's already passed. You knew this was coming. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's about it. This has been fun. Looking forward to wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have things, you can also, if you have things to say about our January games, yes. you can hit us up. It's not too late for that. So if you have things to say about River City Ransom, Owl Boy, or Final Fantasy X, you can hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's the, the big call to action, uh, at least mm-hmm. in terms of content. Uh, the There's other stuff you can do. You can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. That's the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, any amount really helps. Uh, $5 a month, you get a lot of uh, value and stuff. And uh, keep an eye on that space. Yeah. Um, We're going to have yeah. some stuff in the new year. Yep. So uh, look forward to that. We're still hammering out the details, but I think people will like it. Yes. Um, so keep an eye on that. Um, you can also rate and review the show on iTunes. You can tell your friends about it. Mm-hmm. That's very handy and useful. Um, thanks to everybody who donated for DuckStream. Yeah. It's uh by the time we're recording this just a, a day before it starts. So it will be too late. Uh if it's on an early release you can still tune in. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it is almost too late uh for you or it's close to too late, so I just want to thank everybody in retrospect for participating. Yeah. Because I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh it's gonna be a good time. I'm uh very excited for my little uh gimmick that I'm going to do in lieu of uh the confetti cannons. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna be a good 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 fun time. Yeah. Um I think that's about it. Think so. Yeah. Uh, so until next time, what should they watch out for? Um, watch out for Aboleths. That can't be the only one. Is that the only yeah. Aboleth in games? As far as I know. Damn it. I haven't played all those. I bought the GOG like D&D set and had this idea of going through all of them because there's mm. those weird mid-2000s ones. Oh, yeah, like yeah. The Atari had. And they're, they're, not, they're good. Like the mm-hmm. Forgotten Realms, like the Dritz one, that is the same as the um, – Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's not like, like Driss makes a cameo in that. That, that. That's its own thing. Oh, yeah. 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 Or did Demon that, Stone. That, Demon Stone. Demon Stone's good. Dragon Shard is good. Mm-hmm. Um, those are good games. They might have Aboleths in them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dragon Shard is really weird. Like, I don't know if you play Dragon Shard, but it's a really weird that, RTS. Okay, yeah. We, we, we've, we've talked about that before. Yeah. It's super strange. Yeah. But it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Demon, Demon so, Stone's fun. I, I like, I, I've, I've toyed with the idea of doing an AS on that. It's not necessarily bad. I just don't know that there's a lot to say about it. Yeah. As like a hack and slash kind of thing. But no. Um anywho, um we will uh we'll see you next episode. Good night. Good night.
di il nostro ragazzo in italiano Non disperare, ti ispirerò caricando alla cieca. Siamo tutti eroi, tu e Bo e io, Criceti e Rangers ovunque gioiscono. Questo comportamento non deve continuare. Sottoponiti allo sguardo penetrante del mio Criceto e cambia atteggiamento. Questo non è giusto. Cambia percorso o dovrò eseguire un pesante colpo di virtù. Bo non può sopportare tanto. Minsk condurrà con la spada e lo stivale. Bo si occuperà dei dettagli. Dobbiamo riposare presto. Bo sta diventando scoiattoloso. Bo deve fare esercizio, altrimenti ci morde tutti dove non batte il sole. Colpisce gli occhi, Bo! Colpisce gli occhi! Senti lo schiaffo della giustizia! Ho-ho! Oh, oh. 